It wasn't working. Oh, crap. All right, well, whatever. I'll start it over again just like this. Hi, everybody. Put hi in the comments. Let me know that you're here. This is a new show. I'm going to be doing live twice a week, probably on Mondays and Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, called Betas. I found that there are kind of two worlds of dating advice. One is usually like really creepy pickup artist, red pilly, kind of like conservative alt-right bullshit. Um, and it's really focused on just like having a bias of wishing that people and women were like this. Men and women are supposed to be like this when they, and it's all really focused on their bias. It really has nothing to do with reality, even though they like to go, oh, this is psychological. Hold on, let me fix the lighting a little bit. This is my first freaking episode. Deal with it, baby. <laughs> um, so I thought, you know what? There is really no place for people that are like normal, normal in the world of like, not weird, creepy, alt-right type stuff. That way normal. That just wants to talk about like relationships and dating and improving their lives in that area. Um, and I thought this would probably be a good place to do it. This live show is really important because I really want to make sure that people like Chris and Jack Attack are contributing to the show. And that's why, you know, if you look in the description, there's the Reddit link. Reddit link is here because you guys could throw in video links that you want me to react to or you want me to talk about or stories you want me to talk about or anything that you want me to talk about. Also, I'm gonna be doing live Q and A's here and I'm gonna be answering your questions. Um, on Zoom. Next, I'm gonna be doing mock dates is what I call them, where I'll be bringing two people up, two viewers up, and putting you guys on fake dates and then giving you pointers uh, throughout. Getting, like, I think that's just like such an interesting way to go about it that nobody's done before. Like, what's a better way to work on your social skills for a first date or social skills in any area? than actually meeting somebody and then having somebody help you um, throughout. So that's what this is about. Also, we're gonna, you know, have fun roasting pickup artists and red pill bullshit philosophy and um, looking at alternative healthy ways to go about it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. It's gonna be fun. This is gonna be for the long run. I really, really want to be uh, like investing and committing to this show twice a week at least. I mean, listen, if it turns into something fun, we'll make it fucking five times a week. I'd love to. Last week, I tested the show on Twitch five days, or no, kind of like four days a week, maybe five, because uh, I did a secret Saturday stream. And it was super duper fun. And I really wasn't feeling drained from doing it. I felt like really energetic, like talking to Caitlin Lamont, for instance, Grizzly1092, like talking to all you guys, having a lot of fun doing it. Like it's, I don't think you guys understand 
how annoying it is to make videos looking at a camera. Like, look, here's a camera right here. Here's a freaking camera. There it is. And just me talking to it and acting like somebody is actually listening to me. When nobody's listening to me. Oh no, I fucked up my camera. Wait, hold on everybody. And so to know that like somebody, at least one person, eight people right now are watching. They're listening. They're having fun with me right now. They're talking to me. I'll bring you guys up on Zoom and actually chat with you. That feels really good. Like I wanna do that a lot. Um, I love talking about relationships. I love talking about self-improvement in healthy, non-cheesy, non-creepy ways. Um, ways that I think normal people would go, oh yeah, that doesn't, like that sounds like stuff I'd like to listen to. Um, I brought it to YouTube because, you know, YouTube's my home. I love YouTube. I know how YouTube works. And uh, I believe in YouTube for the long haul. Show. That's it. If anybody has any questions, let me know. And look, I could even type in here. Oh wait, I have to sign in. Oh shit. Wait. Oh, I could just open it in a web browser. Oh, that just shows that like, okay. So if I have to talk to you guys, I'll do it in the web browser. Hi. There we go. See? There we go. Wait, I'm just gonna put it all, make it, make it all work. Hold on. Don't get mad at me for doing all this weird stuff. I'm getting, it's just, I'm new. I'm getting used to it. I'm learning. Let me learn. Let me learn. Okay. Okay. Wait, hold on. It's, yes. Yeah, there. Chat. Now watch me. I'm typing right. Meow. There you go. But wait, what happened to this screen thing now? Oh no, I'm all messed up. Why did it move? Oh. See, I'm new at this, everyone. <laughs> there we go. Um, so, first order of business is Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, the two hottest, the two hottest people in a couple right now, in a relationship right now, are getting married after dating for like three weeks. Yo, what up, this baby? Um. Yeah, and I wanna talk about that. I wanna kinda of go through their relationship and just see why they're doing this, what it's all about, if it's real, if it's good, and what you could learn from it. Now, you know, obviously these are people that are like super duper famous. They're super, super like uh, cool and hot and um, annoying. But at the same time, like, only after a few months, Travis proposed. Look, the whole thing moved. Yeah, that was, that's what happened. There we go. See, I didn't even notice because I'm like really anxious right now because this is the first time I'm streaming. Um, but I just do it anyway because I know that it's going to go away. Ugh. I have to like lower the brightness too. Did that improve anything? <laughs> Wait, I wanna I wanna work on my coloring, like like making this look better too. Video, color space, no, no. Use preset, no. Oh, whatever. Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's get into it, guys. 
Um, I'm going to open a nice window. Have they ever been seen actually talking together? That's like what I'm really curious about. I wanna know if they've actually been seen talking together. Is there any info about anything about them? Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker yep, Ashley. are engaged. I'm going to be doing YouTube I mean, now instead of Twitter. Beautiful, amazing. The Blink 182 rocker popped the question on the beach in Montecito, California. And now a source tells ET the pair couldn't be happier about taking this next step in their relationship. Quote, Courtney and Travis are over the moon. Getting engaged was always their natural next step, and they are so thrilled. The proposal was gorgeous and romantic and everything Courtney wanted. This is insane. Wow. The whole thing went down at the Rosewood Miramar Beach Hotel and according to the source, it's a place that is considered to be, quote, very special and sacred to them. Quote, their families are beyond happy and excited for them too. Their kids are very much looking forward to being an official. Whoa, that's like a serious family. thing. I love it. ET Source adds that the two really feel like they found their perfect partner. And also, doesn't like, doesn't Courtney like love? Remember when I reacted to Courtney and Scott? Like, wasn't there like roses involved or something like that? Um, I don't know. Big proposals for me, I don't know. I guess it's, it, I think it literally is just personality type difference, but for me, that's like not what I like. Like I like things that are really like intimate and isolated. It, it's like, to me, it's special when you cut away all of the glamor and all of the big crazy set pieces and stuff like that. But I don't know. Maybe just like for different personalities, that's like a really big important thing. And not because they're materialistic or something like that, but it's just literally personality types are different. Who knows? Like I'm really interested in seeing what you guys think about um, like, is it just me that finds it kind of like not special when you use a big like proposal like that with all of these roses and everything. I don't know, it's interesting, but I'm seeing it a lot in proposals. And match. Quote, they can't wait for this next step in their journey as a couple and to spend the rest of their lives together. This is such a dream come true. But back to that proposal. Fans filmed Travis and Court as they walked down the beach at sunset to a heart made of red roses lined with Wow, candles. I didn't realize that we get to after, see the video. they celebrated with an intimate yet lavish dinner with their closest loved ones. And look closely, because that's definitely a camera crew they're filming. We're thinking mm. that means we'll see all the sweetness on the family's upcoming Hulu reality show. 
Oh, 42-year-old wow. reality star confirmed the news on Instagram, sharing these snaps from the romantic moment, alongside the caption, quote, forever. Travis quickly slid into the comments, echoing her sentiment, along with an infinity symbol emoji. Of course, the two have been friends and neighbors for a long time and started dating in January. And since then, they've taken many Okay, so apparently they have been friends for a long time. But what does that mean? You know, like it's so easy for a celebrity to just go, Oh yeah, like we've been friends for a long time. Like, does that mean that you guys have been seeing each other like at award shows for years and saying hi and then like having chats at the after parties? Like what does friends mean? Are you guys hanging out with each other one-on-one -on -one without hooking up for years? So I don't really know what friends mean, but they did start dating in January. So it is longer than I thought but still it is way too early, in my opinion, to propose. And I'm gonna tell you why. But first, I wanna know their age differences too. I think that's an interesting point. <sighs> I know, isn't Courtney like in her 40s? She's 42. Now let's see how old Travis Barker is. Travis Barker is, whoa! Oh, okay, he's older. I think he just looks younger because he looks like he's 12. <laughs> no, I mean like 22 or something like that. I guess when you get like up really close to him, like you could really tell, wait, that he's older. Yeah, when you get up close, you could see like the old man things coming together, but still he kind of looks like he's 30. He looks a lot younger, I really have to say. Um, yeah, I mean, he, it's kind of like once you reach 30s, I mean, I guess you could kind of look, I, th I guess like you can't really tell what somebody looks like. You just look like a, a man. <laughs> um, but the interesting thing is that like Scott has been on the fence with Courtney for so many years. And now after after I see Scott's, um, if anybody cares about any of the drama with them, it was really interesting to me to see uh, Scott Disick's DMs about Courtney and Travis and shows the bullshit, the bullshitter that Scott really is when he was saying, yo, is this chick okay, bro? Like, what is this in the middle of Italy? To me, that's really petty. That's jealous. That's immature. And it shows that like, he either was doing that out of the fact that he really does want Courtney or that He's just a piece of shit because on last season of Keeping, Keeping Up With The Kardashians, like you guys saw me react to in two different videos, uh, like it really looked like Scott was maturing, like he really wanted Courtney back. Uh, but I was, I kept going like, why is Courtney being so cold about this? And I 
now I get it. Like she knows the truth. And I was like, there's something that Courtney knows that we don't know. And it's, we know that Scott really doesn't give a shit. We know that Scott was just bored. We know like it wasn't real that what Scott was doing, trying to get back with Courtney and something about Travis is a lot more real. Now that's the good stuff. Um, Ashley says there's so many social norms that we have to challenge. Some girls will have an immediate gravitation towards a preference just like guys, but getting to know people at meetups and in person works. Um, from an astro Ladla says from an astrological perspective, it was a really bad time for him to propose to her. He could have literally waited three days. Her natal moon and his natal moon are in the same degree as Mercury retrograde. I have a hard time SEO resting with what's real with Scott and what's for publicity. Uh, Lala, I don't believe in any of that horoscope stuff, but really, really, really interesting <laughs> that it was the worst time for him based on horoscopes and astrology to propose. Um, for me, here's the thing. Listen, I get it that they're in their 40s. I get that a lot of people in their 40s tend to marry really quick because they've been through dating. They know what they want. They're tired of the bullshit. They're ready to commit. I get that, right? But, and this is a really, really big but, there is such thing as a honeymoon period, okay? I wanna see who here in the chat has been in a honeymoon period. Vanessa, I'm a Gemini. Who has been in a honeymoon period in a relationship? And all that means is at the beginning of the relationship, and I, I feel that's like the, a year and a half into the relationship, you guys feel like, on top of the world. Nothing could be better. Everything's perfect. There's nothing wrong. If that's not happening, something's probably wrong with the relationship. After once like, I don't know, two years starts hitting, maybe even two and a half years, honeymoon period starts going down. Now, does this mean that the relationship gets worse after a honeymoon period? No. Does this mean that your chemistry, your fun, goes down after a honeymoon period? No. But all of the like, everything's perfect, everything couldn't go wrong, everything's so exciting. And the other thing about the honeymoon period is that the comfort level starts really shooting, rocketing. When you're with somebody new that you really like, you're really minding your P's and your Q's. And what I'm trying to say is like, you're really conscious of how you're coming off to the person. After the honeymoon period, it's like, yeah, well, I'm just going to wear the same underwear I've, you know, been wearing for the past six years. I, uh, who cares if I like, you know, have, uh, like morning breath and like breathe in their face in the morning, you know, like all those little things starting to creep up. And then all of like the little annoying things about you start happening because the stuff that you were kind of hiding or putting on the down low or just lightly touching upon during the honeymoon period. 
That stuff isn't there right now with their relationship. They're hot. They're licking each other's faces at you know UFC matches. Everything's really sexy and fun for them. Um, like I think it's important to live with each other for several years before you get into a relationship. I mean, sorry, before like you really, really, really commit to marriage with somebody. Like I believe it's important. You know, this goes against conservative ideals, but I mean, I think conservative ideals are have bias involved. I think you guys got to go really through the tester to really say, okay, how is this going? Is this going to be lasting forever, forever, forever? Um, and I don't think this is a healthy move. Now, once again, they have not shown one video of them chatting with each other, so I know nothing. I just reacted to Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. So I know their relationship. They've been dating for a year and a half, and they have an incredible relationship. Their chemistry is through the roof. Their compatibility is through the roof. They know everything about each other. I just watched the GQ thing. They know everything about each other. And I could tell that they are good. I would give it like another year or two and they should probably make some make some moves. But here with Travis Barker and Courtney, I mean, there's a lot. And with Travis, man, dude, you are getting into a dangerous family. Like, all of the men in the relationships in that family, like, they're either turned toxic, they become really weird, you know, they just, this things start happening to them. Uh, it can be a toxic family. And, I mean, I think Travis doesn't care about any of that because, again, it's the honeymoon period. He doesn't have an opportunity to care about any of that. He hasn't spent enough time, right? Kanye wasn't able to get to know the Kardashians family on that deep level until they started having kids and were together for years. Um, I don't know anything about Travis's personality. I don't know anything about Travis and Courtney's connection and compatibility together. I really don't. I would love to see videos of them interacting. But regardless, this is prime honeymoon period. Everything is going to be perfect at this moment. Now, again, celebrities get married and get divorced at the drop of a hat. They don't give a shit, apparently. That's how it seems. I'm not saying that they don't give a shit. Of course, they'd like it to work out, right? But, so like, does it matter as much to them? As opposed to like maybe a more normal person that when they get married, they want that shit to stick forever. Um, I don't know. I don't know how celebrities just get married so, so quickly. Um, when they know that divorce happens so often among celebrities. Yeah. We stand stormy. Yeah, I know. Ye is also a Gemini. Uh, we have we have similar things about us. Ashley says, Kardashians are matriarchal in mindset. Very interesting. Um, Caitlyn does not keep up with the Kardashians. I do. 
because it's literally my job <laughs> and also my job as a boyfriend <laughs> to watch with my girlfriend um but it is it is a pretty boring show um it's actually the opposite of boring it's it's kind of annoying like to watch them fight all the time like two seasons ago it was just them fighting the whole time but again i truly don't think that this should have happened in it, like it, like what am i to say who cares what i say well i'm always looking at it as if like they hired me right as if travis or courtney hired me and said anthony this is what's going on we really love each other everything's perfect and we're gonna get married i just proposed i'd say live with each other for two years two more years live with each other don't have any other residences like main residences right just live with each other every day see each other every day for two more years then tell me how you feel right and i want to know who who in the chat right now who has actually lived long term with a partner before put it in the chat i want to know i'm really interested in, in knowing this and tell me how long have you lived with that partner then tell me how did it work out i know a lot of my subscribers um, are in actual relationships hey by the way we have 19 viewers right now blowing my mind that this is happening 19 people are here watching me with this you know cute little beta little logo here my name here like this little devil skull behind me and i'm sitting in my living room talking to 19 people blows my fucking mind um aldis you live with your mom italian culture is also matriarchal but kardashian women have a lot of money and are accustomed to playing the masculine role in their lives and businesses take a super strong stable man i mean i understand that but let's put it this way what man so far in the Kardashian world, is it going well for them? You know, what, what woman in the Kardashian world is with a man where the man is taking it well? There you go. Ashley says, uh, she lived with somebody for only a couple of years. It did not work out. Moving in was an attempt to solve the long distance relationship issue. Just emphasized baggage. Mm. So once again, living with each other, in my opinion, is a great, great judge if you two are going to be together long term. It is a test of the relationship. Scott is not in a relationship with Courtney. Scott has held his own on the show because he is the baby daddy of Courtney's kids. So he's not in a relationship, which means he's kind of like the fun guy that can come and hang out. Honeymoon phase is a real thing. So if Travis came to me, says, man, I want to do this. 
Yo, what up, Anthony? I want to do this. God, that was so cheesy. Um, I'd say don't do it. Live with her for two years. Your primary living residence. Change your address. Then come back to me in two years. Let's talk. Okay? I would like to get to the next topic of discussion on our first YouTube episode of the Betas podcast. And by the way, I think I want to put this podcast on actual podcast platforms. So you guys that when you're driving home from work or something like that, you could listen. That sounds fun. That sounds like something that podcast people do, right? Uh, It is to talk about our alpha of the week. And every week I want to highlight a new alpha who's so inspiring and who's so powerful and so magnificent and masculine and he's a leader of men like let's look up actually there's there's actually a uh pickup artist that kind of like lays out what like an alpha does wait high value mystery method hold on, watch this he he shows all of the things definition of higher value okay one One, a high value man or an alpha is pre-selected and he shows this to women, proving that other women want you. This is the hardest one to fake. (laughs) One of the most powerful demonstrations of high value and attraction switches. So this is part of being an alpha is showing to the world that people like you, women want you, I'm sorry, women want you. Number two, that you are a leader of men, an indicator of an alpha male. Three, a protector, a protector of loved ones. Strong, tough. For ability and willingness to emote. I love how like clinical that is. Do you mean emotional? Blah, 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 blah. But really, it's the the, the cheesy ones that everyone focuses on are pre-selection and leader of men, right? That is the alpha headspace. So who is our alpha of the week? I want everyone to guess. You know, put it in the chat. Let me know who you think is this week's alpha. (sighs) I want to... Just touch him. I want to follow him. Yeah, Ashley, I. it's interesting. How do you know who Eben Pagan is? Um, yeah, he's made millions as a fake ladies' man. He's a marketer. And he has made millions marketing himself as a ladies' man with a program called Double Your Dating. It's cheesy as fuck, it's stupid, it doesn't work, it's not real, it is just marketing and he made millions off of it. Uh, Aldis said mystery. 
Grizzly, because Grizzly knows, because Grizzly probably saw the email. It's our friend Dan Bilzerian, everybody. Let's clap it up. Give me some seal claps in the chat. <laughs> I don't know if YouTube has seal claps, but let's try to figure out some sort of seal clap for, I think, by the way, is this going to get me canceled? Is this going to get um, my channel banned before I even finished my first live? Um, can somebody please give me seal claps in whatever way that you believe you can? Because we have 15 viewers here on our first episode of betas. Yeah. Ashley said I got suckered into taking a wealth course from him and even went out to lunch with one of his protégés. Not impressed. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Most people on the internet that are selling things, uh, like some sort of uh, improvement thing, they're bullshit. They're, 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 they're charlatans. They're trying to scam you. It's just, it's so sickening to see that like none of this stuff is regulated, right? It's not regulated whatsoever. It's sad. Um, which is why like from the beginning, from when I started like 16 years ago teaching this stuff, I wanted to make sure like if I'm teaching somebody something, like I want to make sure 100% that it works. Now this is a big reason why I teach very simple stuff that is not like, here's this cool, weird trick. Like everything that I talk about here, it's super basic, super foundational, super simple, super obvious. Like I'm happy when I teach something to somebody and they go, oh yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I do that all the time. I go, good. That shows you that this is normal stuff. This is not magic. Social skills should not be magic. Should not be. Learning relationship skills is not like tricky, interesting, wow, it's boring. I just love it because I love relationships. But like learning how to do, it's boring. It's the same shit over and over again. But it's, it, it's the shit that actually is real. If you ever hear somebody give you like cool, fun, interesting, like magic trick, social skills, dating skills, online dating skills, it's gonna be bullshit. Or to learn it and adopt it into your own life is gonna be much more effort than is necessary for actually bringing in a good return on your investment into learning the stupid skill. Um, Al just says, same thing in fitness. If someone coaches or trains by teaching mostly basic stuff, they're likely to be good. Very mundane process. I like that. Uh, it's the basics, man. And listen, I could talk about the basics for hours and hours and hours and hours. I could dive deeper. I could dive deeper. But it's never getting more complicated. It's usually just getting more obsessed with the basics, right? What is, what is a relationship? It's when two people are compatible and they have chemistry, right? What is a conversation? It's two people. And if I really, like I kept looking and I kept looking, I believe what is the purpose of a conversation? It is two people to acknowledge their humanity in each other. That's what I believe a conversation is. It's no more complicated than that. I want to talk to somebody and I want to go, I feel their human side and, and I relate to it. So it's acknowledging our shared humanity is really what I wanted to say. 
So it's going, I'm going up to this person and I wanna acknowledge that we both are sharing the human experience. That's a conversation. Uh, if it's anything less than that, it's not a conversation. And so that's why I say like, I love the basics and I could get deeper with the basics, but not more complicated, right? So it's like, well, it's two people that are talking. Okay, well, what's deeper than that? It's two people that are sharing emotions. Okay, but why? Why are they sharing emotions? When I finally got to the fucking ball sack of it, <laughs> I realized like it's just two people that are trying to uh, acknowledge the shared human experience. Um, it's saying like, listen, I'm living on this earth and it's weird and it's crazy. I can't believe it's happening. It's difficult. It could be great. It could be shitty. It could be fun. It could be funny. It could be annoying, it could be frustrating. I wanna know that you're experiencing that too. That's what I think a conversation is. I think when it turns into a relationship is when two people really, really relate on those things, on that one thing, uh, acknowledging the shared human experience. What's up, Eric? Okay, so because it's our alpha of the week, Dan Bilzerian, everybody, he's such a fucking alpha, look at him. Oh my God, ugh. Um, I wanted to, uh, watch a little video with him. He's, he kind of like, kind of like got canceled a little bit recently, but he's like coming back on these like, you know, douchebag fuck face conservative alt-right, uh, people, uh, oh, you know what? Let's click on my video. I've never seen how it looks on YouTube. It feels oh. like s surreal to me. Um. That's me. I wanted to uh, watch a little video with him. He's, he kind of like, kind of like got Look, and there you guy in the a little chat. bit there recently, you guy in the but chat. he's like coming. This is great. I'm watching me on my own little, e this is fun. All right, I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, Ashley. Masculinity is for men. <laughs> Women truly, and I know that like they could have been kind of like trained and told that, that that's what they're into. But if you are polling like every woman, they're not going to be attracted to the masculine, masculine ones. Guys like Dan Bilzerian. Girls don't like Dan Bilzerian. I've never met a woman and she's like, oh yeah, my, my crush is Dan Bilzerian. Oh my God, I just love... I love that he is a leader of men. I love that. I love that. Um, I love that. What is it? I, I fucking forget what. It, there it is. Here it is. I love that he's a leader of men and that he's pre-selected. Look at how pre-selected he is, everybody. Hold on. Uh-oh. I just want to show everyone how pre-selected Dan Bilzerian is. Oh my God. Oh my God. Do you see all these women and how pre-selected he is? His pre-selection is just making me wet. 
He's Christmas pre-selected, everybody. You can't get better than Christmas pre-selected. What about like model bikini pre-selected while I'm working pre-selected? Oh my God, he turns me on. I just want to date him. No, I never meet women like that. I meet guys that say that shit. Yo, do you see how pre-selected Dan Bilzerian is? I just want to suck his nose. So let's um, let's just I know, jump I into know the, the middle. Like the more they, you know, associated me with girls or this lifestyle or whatever, the more they yeah. So Ashley says. I don't want to push over, nor do I want an argument of dick. So, like, this is the funny thing about people that uh, have a very light grasp of personality, right? And confidence. It's like, well, if you're a pushover, what's the other option? Uh, Dan Bilzerian. If you're not a pushover, then what are you? Oh, that's what you are. Oh, I get it now. Okay. So, like, if I'm not a complete needy, anxious all the time, insecure all the time, super, super needy, just all I want is just somebody to cradle me. If that's not who I am, then what am I? Oh, I'm that guy. I'm Dan Bilzerian. That's who I am. No, it's not like that, guys. That's not how life works. <laughs> Play and the more they'd be willing to fucking lose money. I mean, I know that was true with Sam. Um, you know, the more pussy I get this guy, the more he wanted to fucking play poker and this and that. And so there's definitely a piece of that. And I think like a lot of rich guys also want to be around. I don't want to have to go through like long podcasts. Let's see um, short videos. Who was the Baywatch girl you slept with? I don't remember her name. Okay. Yeah, Oops. Sorry. sorry. Really? I gotta get used to doing this. Swear to God. Damn. Yeah. I, uh, I would. I would actually tell you I, that one. I. All right. What about who was the um, the famous uh, Instagram model with tens of millions of followers that you had a, a threesome with? Uh, oh man, you'll know this motherfucker. I'll tell you, but I'm not putting it on fucking air. No, no, no. We'll bleep the name. You trust me? I would. I will fucking text you <laughs> saying that shit on this mic. Text, text me right now. Okay. And you will know exactly who this motherfucker is for Can sure. Can I lean over and see? But hey, you cannot is. put the fucking shit of on this My word. word. I My word. I swear to God, yeah, this isn't like a gotcha. I want to see the person with a lot of followers that you had sex with. Can I lean over and see? I love that. Like, oh, God. It's so funny because, like, literally all, all three of these jabronis interviewing Dale, Dan Bilzerian, truly think that he is the big dick motherfucker that walks around, is the leader of men, is the pre-selected, he's the coolest, hottest guy. When in reality, Dan Bilzerian, everything about him is fake. His businesses are fake. He's, he's a fake businessman. His businesses are tanking, they're, they're, they're going bankrupt. The women are fake, okay? Literally, they're hired models. 
Did I just blow your fucking mind? He literally pays women to hang out with him. That's it. Now, if you want to play that game where you're like, well, I just want the illusion of somebody that is liked by people. Go that route. Like, all you, man. I want the, I want to, um, idolize the, like somebody that has the illusion of people that like him where he's pre-selected and he's a leader of men. Fine by me. Totally fine. That's not the life I want to live, right? So think about it. Literally every woman that he shows off in his Instagram and his whatever it is, they're literally just paid to be there. They are paid actors. Hmm. Weird. What if he didn't have those women in his photos and his videos? What if it was just him and his guns? Would he be as famous as talked about? I don't think he would. Now here's another thing I want you guys to consider. This is all personality type stuff. Whereas like, if we listen to him talk, kind of too. <laughs> most famous woman you've had sex with <laughs> fuck uh. ah, god damn i guess it depends on how you define fame like any you know? a-listers um B. no probably not any like a-list i would say more like b mm. i can't uh wow my vision of Dan Bilzerian just dropped. He hasn't fucked A-list. Dude. <sighs> Logan Paul's fucked A-list, dude. Come on, Danny. What's that beard for, bro? I thought it was for the A-list, my dude. Dan Bilzerian claims that all of his money came from playing poker. When it has been proven, or closely proven, that all of his money has come from his rich daddy. So literally everything about Dan Bilzerian is fake. And I'd be willing to bet that he takes steroids, so his muscles are fake too. But again... He talks about like famous people he's hooked up with. And if you kind of surpass the whole idea of like, wow, this is so amazing. It's not one big deal whatsoever that he's hooked up with somebody that has a lot of followers. Uh, number two, why would that person that we would think, oh, has so much opportunity for selecting the, pro the, the best mate, the best person to have sex with, why would they pick Dan Bilzerian? Well, the world, for, there's, two, there's two reasons. One, it's personality. So somebody 
that would be attracted to Dan Bilzerian is going to hook up with Dan Bilzerian. Does that, and this is the big thing with, with dating and, and attraction and all this stuff. People are so convinced that it's like this simple thing where it's like, oh, you have a lot of followers, you're pre-selected, you're a leader of men, you have big muscles, you act really tough and cool and talk tough and cool, then you're attractive to hot girls. <laughs> That's how simple it was. Um, when it's a lot more nuanced than that, attraction happens so indifferently in so many people. Why is it that some somebody that's super famous and good looking could not be attracted whatsoever to one person where somebody else that's so famous and good looking is? Why? Because it's preference. Different people like different things. So that's number one. Number two is, yes, I do not deny the illusion of Dan Bilzerian that's been built in the world, right? And I do not deny that there are people, women, that are wowed by that illusion. Um, I do not deny the fact that women do, just like men, just like non-binary people, just like anybody, there are people that care about having sex with somebody that is well-known by people. I don't deny that. I don't deny that there are some people that want that. I don't deny that a person with a lot of followers also wants that, right? But to make these rules going like, oh, somebody's like this, so that means people are going to be attracted to him. This person that's really famous wanted to have sex with him, so that means that he's really good with women. Or something like that. It's not simple like that, guys. There's so much. There's so many variables that add up to this. Uh, where is he? Where is he? This jerk off right here. Uh, anyway, we could go for hours and hours me shitting on Dan Bilzerian. Um, but I'm not going to do it right now. We're going to talk about it on Wednesday too. Uh, get a little deeper into him and why he's not anywhere near it as what you think he is as he is. Um, by the way, once again, 15 people like watching this stream right now blows my freaking mind. Uh, I'm going to be doing this, I'm pretty sure, Mondays and Wednesdays, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I want to do it live. Why? Because I want you guys involved. I want to bring up people for Q&A. I want to bring up people for mock dates. Um, now, this is the new channel. I'm not going back to Twitch. So I'm sorry that you had to click the follow button on Twitch. But this is a new channel and this is where it's going to stay, everybody. So please, if you would, if you haven't yet, hit subscribe, right? And hit all notifications so you know when I'm going live. Because, I mean, what's the use of being here, chatting with me, if, you know, you're not going to be here while I'm live? So, where is the channel again? There it is. So, go to Beta's podcast and hit subscribe. And, oh, I'm even personalized. That's not good. 
I want to make sure that subscribed is all with bell notifications. What is it? It's all. And so that means every time that I stream live, you guys could be here. You have an opportunity to ask me a question on Zoom live. You have an opportunity to go on a mock date where I help you through a conversation, flirting with somebody, all that type of stuff. Um, yeah, you guys are here for the first episode. 16 viewers. I'm proud of myself. Um, Breckinator, what made me switch to YouTube? I watched a really good video, actually. Watch. Wait. This guy. This video, I watched it. Sounding like a flex, but I was in the top 0.03% of Twitch when I left a month ago to stream on YouTube. Since the move, I've lost about $10,000 in revenue. <laughs> so anyway. And a money for this switch because I knew it would happen. I also- He goes on and talks about how like he was making bank on Twitch and he switched to YouTube and why? And he explains why, but in a nutshell, uh, he believes that Twitch is gonna go to the way of Snapchat. YouTube is gonna adopt adapt, whatever, adopt its main features. Uh, YouTube is the big name. It's going to kind of crush Twitch. Um, and the next thing is that Twitch doesn't have an algorithm that is made for small creators like myself. It is very, very happy catering to its top, I don't know, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 creators and just keeping them there. The little people, they're really not gonna try to help them grow. Um, and YouTube, on the other hand, it's all about getting new stuff out to people, building new worlds, building new communities. And, and next, I already have a following on YouTube. And so the people that like me on YouTube and watch me on YouTube, I want them to easily be able to watch the show. I don't want them to have to work to go to another platform. Now, what am I sacrificing from doing this? I am sacrificing your uh, attention. On Twitch, people just have more attention. Uh, why? Because it is made to sit and watch people for hours. With YouTube, there's a billion more videos you can click right now, right? Like if we look here, we see some videos right now that you could click, right? Like, let's look. Let's look at my stream that's happening right meow. So we click on it. And already, look, you could watch Saturday Night Live. You could watch Adele. You could watch Squid Game, Ludwig. You could watch Marquez Brown Lee. And you could watch H3 Podcast, which, yes, I watched the entire um, episode of the Nelk Content Court. Um, it's easy for you to click away. You don't have to stay here. If you're bored, for half a second, you just leave. Um, and I'm, I am just gonna bet on YouTube regardless. I'm gonna bet that there's going to be a community of people that care about learning about relationships, social skills, confidence, and happiness in a not creepy as fuck alt-right in like red pill pickup artisty way. I'm betting on that. I'm betting that there's a lot of people 
that want to learn this stuff, that want to talk about this stuff and that want to improve their lives, that is sick of seeing just absolute horse cock on the internet. Can people actually tell me in the chat right now, like, are you guys sick of that? I know when I was 18 years old, I was sick of that. Oh, that's interesting, Ashley. You watch Conan reruns on YouTube. The YouTube chat just feels empty and skeletal, Eric. Um, is that because there's no good emojis for you? Because I could change that. I actually like the YouTube chat, but I'm used to it because I watch, I watch live shows on here. Basically, I just watch the HD podcast live. <laughs> um, look, there's a, there's emojis. Look, look, see, there's emojis. I just emoged for you. Look at this one. There's somebody dabbing. That's at a dab emoji. I just did that. Um, anyway, I'm betting on YouTube. Okay. I'm betting that you guys want to stick around. I'm going to bet that a lot of people care about talking about stuff in a not creepy ass way. And in a way that is still really effective for your life and brings you people that you're super attracted to. Um, that's what I'm betting on. And that's why I'm staying on YouTube. Um, all right. So what we're going to do y'all is I would like to see if we'll jump into, um, let's try, let's try Q and A's. So if anybody has any questions to ask me, it could be something that has to do like a situation in your life. It could have to do with just like something that doesn't have to do with like a general question. It could be like a conversation question. Like, uh -huh. when I talk to somebody like this, should I say things like this? You could ask those types of questions. You could say, oh, well, there's this guy. You could do whatever the hell you want. Ask me questions. I'm here to answer them for you. That's why we're here. I'm very happy to do that. And also just, I'm excited to meet you guys. It sucks to not meet you. Like my whole life is about relationships. I love relationships and I'm putting out videos and I just don't get to like chat with you guys about the topic and all that stuff. So here we get to actually do that. Um, yeah. So I'm going to quickly go on a little break, a little PP break and I'll be back with a zoom and, um, guess what else? I'm going to put the zoom invite link right now into the chat. Oh, well, I'm going to unrecord. Stop recording. Invite. Copy link invitation. And then go over here. Go over here. And send that Zoom link, baby. So, uh, if you look in the chat, you're going to see a Zoom link. Join it. Hang out. Um, and just, you know, kind of be cute and nice and wait and wait your turn. If anybody does want to do this, if nobody goes in there, then there's going to be no turns to be had. 
Um, Ashley, it's totally okay to have this lame, this guy question. It's totally fine. Um, no, ask it. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. If you guys wanna click on the Zoom link, jump in there and um, I'll be ready to chat with you guys in a little bit. See you in a minute. Sorry, I'm gone. I was gonna say, let's see if anybody's in the Zoom room. Nobody's in the Zoom room. <laughs> and that's what I was guessing. I was like, nobody's gonna go in there. Um, and that's all right, because I can just look at shit on the internet. I don't care. It's okay. I'm not hurt. I'm not offended, okay? I truly don't. Okay? La la. But it'll stay open for you guys if you want to. And actually, you know what I'll do? Um, I'm going to paste it again and, uh, and watch some stuff. What did I want to do? Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. I think I had good TikToks. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna get TikTok ready. How do I do this? Where are all my I want to know where all of my bookmarked things are. Oh, 
Well, I guess I don't know what I'm doing here because I thought I knew where to... I, I thought I knew where I could get my bookmarked stuff. You know? Like my bookmarked videos? Huh. Interesting. Well, I guess I can't. Oh, I know what I could do. I could just kind of send it from my app on my phone. That's what I'll do. Ashley, just come on Zoom! I forget how to get my bookmarks. Oh my god, this is so annoying. How Instagram feels like it's because... <laughs> how do I do it? I'm just so nerdy. I'm such a boomer, y'all. Oh, there. There's the bookmark button. But why can't I have that on? Whatever. Hi guys, have to gatekeep the dating menu. Okay. And then I can copy link. And then paste. Watch this. I'm skilled at life. Hi guys, not to gatekeep the dating men experience, but it just feels like I have you all beat with the best dating story of all time. So buckle up. So I'm a cute San Francisco bitch and I go to the farmer's market every week and one week I was buying my loaf of bread and the little bread baker man asked me on a date and I was like this is sick I'm stoked. We have a little beach picnic. I'm super cute. I bring a little picnic basket full of tea and farmer's market fruit and like some cookies and I rolled some little you know We're having a blast like a great date and he goes do you eat beef? food? What? So I was like yeah, I eat food. You just watched me eat like eight figs and he was like well I live really close. Let me make you dinner I was like, yeah, okay, I feel like I trust you, I'll go to your house. Uh -oh. Turns out he lives in the nicest house I've ever been in. And I grew up in suburbia, you know, like, I've seen a nice house. This is a nice house in San Francisco. Man's is loaded. So this is when I, like, kind of start to panic. We sort of start fooling around, and then I was like, can we take a little break? I want to drink some tea. I'm getting in my head. Totally normal. Then as we're sitting on his little couch drinking our little tea, he says, now is a great time for me to tell you about a strange sexual habit I have. Uh-oh. This guy doesn't let himself come. Ever. Ever. It's not like, you know, I take Lexapro. It can be hard sometimes. No. Mm-mm. He doesn't let himself. I was like, okay, you smoke a lot of... You know, I'd think that maybe you would like that, but that's okay. And then he goes, I don't want you to feel like I led you astray, but I don't really eat. What? So I was like, I did ballet for many years of my life. Like, do you want to talk? No. I wish said, I no, did that. It's not that. It's when I'm hungry, I feel like I have more space for compassion. What? I don't know about y'all, but I turn into a hangry bitch. Like, there's no way, okay? But I was like, I came over here for dinner. I'm getting hungry. Like, do you have anything I can eat? He gets a jar of almond butter, hands it to me, and says, it's just like ice cream. No, it's fucking not. But at this point, I'm, like, trying to, like, get some of the tension to go away. So I make a joke about how he doesn't come. At this point, he's cutting a peach. He turns knife in hand and says, that was objectively offensive. Wait. So at this point, I'm wait, like, I'm wait, absolutely fucked. It gets some of the tension to go away. So I make a joke about how he doesn't come. At this point, he's cutting a peach. He turns knife in hand and says, that was objectively offensive. So at this point, I'm like, I'm absolutely fucked. Like, I'm scared, right? And we, like, try to have a civil conversation about Yo, how- Yo, I, I had no idea this TikTok was going to be like this. But this is the great thing about TikTok is they just started with three-minute videos. I'm telling you, I am, I am already zoned in on this person. I'm interested in her channel. 
And I would have never, ever, ever clicked on her video on YouTube if this was the thumbnail. Let me tell you a story about a guy I went on a date with. I would have been like, I don't give a shit. But the fact that it just came up, I was like, all right. And now I'm like so, like she's so good at telling stories and I am so engaged right now. Feelings and he just like doesn't make me feel like I can like go of it. And I... Hold on one second. Ashley asked, how can I move the chat box so it's next to the video? You want... Uh, you want your mind blown, Ashley? Just tap, tap T on your keyboard. Just tap T. So anxious to this point, I start crying in this man's kitchen. So not only does this man not come, he doesn't eat. He's a bread baker who doesn't eat his own bread. And he only calls Schweed cannabis. Like made fun of me for calling it weed. He also has a stack of vinyl, and when I walked in, I was like, hey, can I put something on? Because, like, that's a caught girl move. Like, that's what I do at my house. No. He says, no. Why do you have it if you don't want to play it, you know? Anyways, I was like, I'm- No. He says, no. <laughs> oh, I asked him to walk in my car. He says, no. I was like, okay, this is the weirdest date of my life. I got home. I cried. Literally, like, told my friends that I ruined this date. Like, I was like, he was so cool, and I ruined it. He also texted me a week later and told me he doesn't want me in his life because I won't let him be an authentic version of himself, so. Abolish my- Oh my god. Hi guys, I want to bring her on. I want to bring her on. Alright, Sarah Childry. Here, maybe we shouldn't show all of my messages, so I am going to message her off camera right now. I say, hey Sarah, I just watched your bread man date video and it was an amazing story. I was hooked the whole time. Uh, I'm actually a dating coach and I have a live podcast on YouTube. I was wondering if you'd like to come, uh, like to zoom in on the show sometime please let me know as i'd be happy to chat with you about about this anthony by the way here's my youtube channel okay Oh, I can't send DMs to people that <laughs> on TikTok that aren't following me back. Oh, maybe she has a Instagram? No, I'm gonna look her up on Instagram. Sarah Childry. Boom, founder. And messaging her. Oop. 
Oh, does she have a YouTube channel? No, she just <laughs> put this video up. Brother. Shut up, hippie. Oh. Hi, I'm Tim. I'm asking people, who did you explore today on what street? <laughs> and all 15 of us just watched your video. Excuse me, can I ask you a question? Who did you exploit today? Who did I exploit? I didn't exploit anybody. Why would I exploit somebody? Who did you exploit today? Who did I exploit? Hmm. I don't think I did yet. But are you? Um. Yeah, probably. Some. See, this is how you just get into these, like tip, like internet <laughs> rabbit holes. You just keep clicking. I'm just watching a random video that she has on her t Instagram. Um. This is Sarah Childry. We just watched her video, and now I am fascinated with her. This is the same woman, right? Am I going crazy? This is her, right? This has to be her. She's so hip. I hate when people have just like Instagrams that are just so well curated, but in such a nonchalant way. Like, come on, dude. Like, look, it's just a picture at um, In-N-Out. But why is it so chill? I want it. I want to be chill. Like, it's just like she's so nonchalantly cool. Damn it. I want to be nonchalantly cool. Is that really her name? Sarah Childy Sakakini Hanan. <laughs> Oh crap, I'm sorry. She's been, I've been saying she, but I think uh, they are a they. Yep, they, them. I'm very sorry about that, Sarah. I did not see that at first. Um, and now this is going to be my practice of practicing saying they instead of she. Um, okay, anyway, that went down a little rabbit hole. That was fun. Next one. Let's watch another fun TikTok, y'all. Mormon soaking, sometimes called floating, refers to an intimate act in which a couple has intercourse without thrusting movements as a perceived loophole to get around rules in the Mormon faith prohibiting premarital relations. One of the earliest known mentions of soaking online was posted to the New Schoolers <laughs> Forum in 2000. Just the word soaking kills me. <laughs> Just like a mat, like... I just want to soak in you. <laughs> we don't even have to thrust. No moving. Just let us soak in each other's juices. Oh, fucking gross. <laughs> Why did they have to choose the word soaking? It's a thousand times grosser than the word moist. I'll say moist a million times. Over ever hearing the word soak again in that context. Where it was described as a great bonding experience that still allows Mormons to go to heaven. And the definition <laughs> provided, the user suggests that while soaking, the man and woman will talk about mundane things in scriptures. The practice allegedly became popular at Brigham Young University, which is sponsored by the Church of Jesus Christ of, of Latter-day Saints. Of course Saint. it's college kids. 
Of course college kids are finding loopholes around not having sex. Of course. On July 18, 2017, Mel Magazine <laughs> published says, a piece on soaking in which they, they interviewed God a woman <laughs> who claimed to have participated in the practice. The subject of soaking came up on TikTok in a Kat video posted yuck. on March 9, 2021, in which an ex-Mormon gives an explanation of the practice. The clip gained over 5 million views in the Ugh. first six months. Months later, on September 5th, TikToker Funeral Potato Slut posted a video sharing the Urban Dictionary definition. She continued to upload sketch videos in which she appears as a Mormon throughout the the month. On September 24th, she shared a TikTok of herself jumping on a bed to a Taylor Swift song while the text-to-speech voice says, when your bestie is called to soak in a BYU dorm and you have to jump hump for her. From there, various posts and memes about soaking have continued to pop up God, on- this is such a specific meme. I, lo I love that, like, if you don't know any of those words, like, you're, you're completely out of the loop. Alright. Next video. I love that I'm copying on my phone and then pasting on my computer to watch these TikToks because I'm a boomer that does not know how to access his bookmarks um, on the desktop. You can give one piece of advice to a guy in his early 20s. What would it be? Stop watching porn. Quit masturbating. Stop drinking all the time. Get an education. Read daily a nonfiction book. Work out your body, your mind and your spirit. Learn to listen twice as long as you speak. Find time to be quiet every day. These are already too many. I was, I was happy with stop watching porn. And I believe in stop watching porn. I don't believe people should stop masturbating. I think that's totally natural, totally normal. Uh, but when you do it to porn, I think it does something to our heads, fucks us up. Uh, and there's a lot of science behind that. But masturbating? Totally normal, keep doing it, totally fine. Um, but then you get in all these platitudes, like listen twice as much as you speak. Like, all right, yeah, I get it. But like, it's just boring to hear you say it. On you, figure out who you are. So that way when you find your spouse, you were- Yeah, figure out who you are. It's another one of like those platitudes where it's like, what does that even mean? It's like. I've spent my entire life and profession trying to teach what that means. Figure out who you are. <laughs> All right, next. Oops. 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 There we go. What's the number one thing holding you back from dating again? What I'm trying to find out today is, do you find Asian guys sexy? <laughs> no, no. Oh. No? No, we're not. Only not. Okay. Race, you guys wouldn't date. Asian. Yeah, that's Asian. Asian. This is fucking Asian. disgusting. Asian. Their dicks are small. Are, are you all on a dating scene? Are you on the dating market? Do you find Asian men attractive? Dude. Yeah. All the Asian men in the world are listen are waiting for your answer. Do you find Asian guys attractive? You don't? I, I apologize, but I do not find Asian men attractive. No. Whoa! All right, go ahead. And you? Yeah, I don't really either. You don't either? No offense, like anyone. Whoa! All right, where are you? Number one thing. So fucking disgusting and sad, um, and it pisses me off to no end. Um, 
And it's like funny how that TikTok went because it's like at first you see it and you just go, oh, it's like conservative Bible Belt people that are just racist and want to date within their own uh, ethnicity. And then as you see it goes on, you see different races say the same thing. And once again, it's like that to me is racism. And then when Asian people actually say that they won't date their race, to me, that is still um, internalized racism because attraction doesn't work like that. Attraction doesn't work like, oh, I'm only attracted to these races. I'm not attracted to that race. That's not how it works. And also, why would you want to cut yourself off from opportunities with certain people before you even know if you're really attracted, right? So. What these people are talking about here is not attraction. They're not talking about sexual attraction or attraction in any way with um, Asian people or Asian men. They are talking about societal beauty, societal acceptance of what is deemed as high value to be in a relationship with. That is what they're talking about. And people get mixed up with that, with the word attraction. And it has nothing to do with attraction. Because when you're sitting with somebody and you're interacting with them, and you're just feeling this vibe, this tension with each other, and you're feeling like you wanna be closer to that person, you feel like you wanna hook up with that person, kiss this person, that's attraction. That's not something that you could put down on a list that you can quantify so easily. And the reason is, is because there are times where somebody could be a, uh, very attracted to somebody that is shorter than them. And then they'll end up marrying somebody that's taller than them and vice versa. Uh, you to, to say that humans are so simple as saying like, take this variable, this size nose, Take this variable, this size ass. Take this variable. The fact that they uh, are interested in reading these kind of books. Take those variables and put them together and that's what you're attracted to. That just doesn't make any sense. We're a lot more complex than that. And, and thank God we are. Because how boring would it be to say that I'm not attracted to this race? Uh, that's not attraction, that's racism. Um, your attraction isn't racist. That's so important that I just want to put it in the chat. Attraction is not racist, everybody. Okay. Attraction is not racist. It does not give a shit what race. What they're talking about is what is societably, what is societably? Let's just go with it. What's societably beautiful? What has the world, the zeitgeist society today, accepted, deemed as beautiful to what we consider like high value, right? That's not attraction. 
Now, you're very welcome to want to go for people that fit what other people have said you should be dating. That's fine. Go for it by all means. You are even invited to delude yourself into the idea that it's actually your preference and not pressure and insecurity, fear of being judged by society for who you're dating. Go for it. But do not for one goddamn second tell me that your attraction is racist because it's not. Do not for one goddamn second tell me that it is just certain variables that you are just not physically attracted to or attracted to internally. It is always the perfect mixture of a person. And that's the beauty of people. That everybody is this perfect mixture of different values and different qualities different variables all coming together physically, internally, that make them a unique individual. And you have the potential to be attracted to this unique individual, where like 99% of that person could be in this person, but a little bit is different, and you won't be attracted to that person. Why? Because it's not the variables that create attraction with somebody. It is the perfect mixture, right? I could put together, this is me cooking. I could put together this amazing recipe with all of these ingredients, right? And in the end, it'll be an amazing meal that I love and it's my favorite meal. I could take all of those ingredients and do a completely different recipe. And in the end, I hate that meal. Why? Because it's not the fucking ingredients. It's the recipe. Oh, that's, that's another good one, right? Let's do that. There you go. I like that, see? Now you can quote me. Make little stupid memes with my stupid face going like, and then have that little quote. It's not the ingredients, it's the recipe that you are attracted to. Oh shit, this can is heavier than I thought. Can I get a seal clap for that? If there's any seal clap available for you, make it up. Okay. That shit burns my blood, boils my blood. crush on him and the thing that makes me like him even more is that he doesn't have a crush on me everyone has a crush on me everyone falls in love with me this man doesn't like me back and now I'm obsessed with him I 
hate it here. I so let's break this down, right? What is she's what is she saying? What is she really saying? And how do most people interpret this? Okay, so most people ooh, I see I'm seeing some claps. They're not seal claps, but we'll get seal claps soon. How let's see how most people interpret this. Okay. That means that I should not be interested or act interested in people and they'll like me. We all know that's what people are thinking. Oh, that's what, if we act like we don't care about the person, that means that like we're cooler and hotter and better. And that's when they'll like us. That's not true. What the fucking so ever. Okay. Has nothing to do with that. What's really going on and what she's really trying to say, but she can't put it into words, is that when people want me, they don't really want me. They're not really attracted to me. They see the beauty that society deems me to be. And they want that in their lives because they're insecure. They want people to like them. They want to be seen as cool in the world. And that insecurity is creating a neediness for them. And that, on the receiving end, is no bueno. It doesn't feel good to be basically objectified. And that's what she's being, that's basically what she's saying. I'm being objectified. I am seen as something where I'm just like, I'm going to be a, uh, a trophy for this person, for people. And even further than not objectify me, they have not taken the time to see who I truly am. And after, and, and, and they've not taken the time to see who I truly am. And as a result, like me because of that, be attracted to me because of that. Um, or they might have seen who I truly am, which very well might be a shallow person. And they didn't like it. And because I see that in that person, it triggers something in me which makes me wonder why the fuck they don't like me. Because she's under the impression that all of these things are attraction when they're not. Some things are attraction, some things are not. And she's getting confused by them. But this video is doing a lot of harm. Because obviously, people are watching this, and I'm sure people that watch it now have thought this, and go, oh, that just means that I need to act uninterested in people, and then I'll be attractive to them. No, that's not true. That'll never be true. That won't be true unless maybe you're fucking 11. When in reality, what it's really saying is just don't be needy. You could show as much, literally, I have found empirically that it's actually better to show more interest in a person. It'll actually make them more attracted to you. Hmm.
or maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe I haven't had enough experiences to know the truth. Maybe I'm lying. Hmm. What's the one thing that's different that people aren't expecting? It's neediness, right? I don't need somebody to be in my life in order for me to be happy. I don't need the world to see me as some hot, cool guy because I have a hot, cool girl with me. And because I don't need that, that's what's attractive. Along with my chemistry with the person, my interest in them. It's both. PMSing none, yeah. Exactly, Caitlin. Okay, so the other thing is there's some people that have just been trained to like the chase. Now, again, it's not attraction. You have to realize this is not attraction. We've been trained to add our egos into relationships and think that the fear or anxiety we feel when we're with somebody is attraction, when it's literally just anxiety based on insecurity of validation. All right. We could talk about this. I, that This is the topic I could talk about for hours and hours. But we, ha we have to look at TikToks. Jesus, secret. Here we go. Here's a great example of what I, talk, what I just talked about. Where like, if something sounds too good to be true, if it sounds really cool and weird and different and new, then it's probably bullshit. Or if it really is actually effective, it's going to take a lot more effort than you think to actually build it into your lifestyle and make it work for you. Here's a secret that you can become more attractive than you are right now. <laughs> I hate this shit. I'm just not the type of person that makes these videos. Even if I could make a video and then just give you the real boring advice, I just don't want to. Okay, for real. Part seven. Tonality. The tonality is like the how you sound in the conversation. And what you so this is already bad advice. Don't do it. Don't listen to it. It's stupid. It's retarded. He's an idiot. Okay? I never want you to focus on your tonality. Why? Because if you're focusing on your tonality, it means you're not focusing on the interaction. You're in your head. You're not being present. Don't do it. The most attractive thing you could do in an interaction is be present with the other person. If you're thinking about how am I being toned, am I breaking rapport? I know there's there's like pickup artist bullshit idiots that go like break rapport, whatever. Is my voice going up when I talk? Or is it going down? Or is it breaking? It's fucking dumb shit. Doesn't matter whatsoever. But anyway. No, it's just only three structure in this tonality. Number one is sparia, which indicates that you are higher than them. And when you're talking, any of the sentence goes down. Number they, I, I told you, all this, this is the same shit that gets ton. Look at this, look at this. Can you, can, look at this shit. It has a fucking million likes. That means a million guys or women or whoever were tricked into thinking that this is going to help their lives. It's going to do nothing. But guess what? It's very entertaining. And it sounds cool and interesting and something that I'd like to adopt into my life. You never will. You're literally never going to watch this and go, Hey, hey, how you doing? I'm superior when I talk. 
And even if you do, it's going to come off dumb as fuck, and it's not going to help your life whatsoever. Ugh. So this shit gets me more fucking riled up than anything else. Because it's so stupid. I don't know. All right. Let's, I just need to, like, cleanse myself. And the, and the sad thing about it is, like, the guy that's talking, he actually is coming off kind of charming. But it's the advice that's so fucking infuriating. Uh, Breconator just said, some people have a habit of being monotone and not emoting. Something to be worked on. Hey, that's good. Then do that. Express yourself. If you express yourself, you'll, you'll emote. You won't be as monotone. You don't have to go, let me speak like this. Why would you want to work on the outside in when you could just work on the inside and then it'll affect how you speak, right? And here's another thing. Some people are just more monotone. Some people are not as expressive. And those people, they have people in the world that are specifically attracted to that personality. In fact, in the 50s, in the, I'm sorry, like in the 40s, there was like a whole thing in movies where guys, it was attractive for men to kind of be cold and unemotional. Like, uh, I can't even think of it right now. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to watch it, but like, that was a thing. So once again, it's like, this is, we should not be thinking about things so basic like this, where it's like, oh, if you go all gang of news and up and loud, it's different than, huh, huh, huh. So fucking frustrating. So fucking frustrating how stupid it is. Gets a fucking million likes. Oh my God, it hurts so bad to see such dumb shit on the internet. Sorry guys. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you're ugly and that's okay. <laughs> you know, it's not your fault, so don't feel bad. Your parents saw each other and they knew they were both ugly and they still chose to have kids. That's not on you. That's, that's on them. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you're ugly and that's okay. You know, it's not your fault, so don't feel bad. <laughs> your parents saw each other and they knew they were both ugly and they still chose to have kids. That's not on you. That's, that's on them. <laughs> am I following this guy? Because I think I am. Because he's so fucking funny. I'm not following him. I'm sorry you were cursed with having that face your whole life. <laughs> That's good advice, by the way. All right, let's see what's next. Have you guys heard about... Have you guys heard about the male gaze versus the... Yes, I wrote a paper on it. About the male gaze versus the female gaze? How men perceive men versus yeah. how women perceive men? So, like, let's take a classic example for the male gaze. You start going to the gym, you start getting buff, you do all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. That feeds into the male gaze from a male's perception because that's what they know. That's what they think that's, women like. Yeah. Cause, and that's through their, quote-unquote, 
gays, right? Yeah. But in reality, like girls don't necessarily always like that. You yeah. Know? And it's it's hard for a male to see it from the female gaze. Yeah. What's the point trying to be proven? Like what? Like my understanding of it, it's like a guy goes to the gym. He wants to get buff, so women look at him. Yeah. Yeah. But it ends up. You know, nine Not times working. out of ten, that he gets compliments from other dudes like, "Oh, bro, Versus you looking jack." You can confirm. <laughs> never yeah, you know what I'm saying. Every compliment I get is from a guy. Please. When a woman would, you know, be like more enticed to like compliment like your style or exactly, you know, or like, "Oh, you have nice eyebrows." You know, it's easier for an insecure man to go to the gym because he thinks he can work on that for an hour a day, mm -hmm. versus someone else who knows like I have, I want to be. A little bit more in tune with my feelings. I'm gonna yeah. meditate for 30 minutes a day. Yo, who are these woke kings going like going the fuck off right now? Like I, this is why TikTok's amazing because it'll just drop. Now look at this, 600,000 likes, and this stuff is completely true. But like the wokest of woke kings just dropping bombs back and forth to each other. Right? I just want to bring them on. I want to make friends with them. I want to know them. You see how I go down these rabbit holes? So now I'm going to message him. And so I have to go full screen so you don't see my other messages Oops. so I'm gonna message him now I'm gonna message him the same thing <clears throat> hey Nick I just saw your <laughs> I even spelled his name wrong, hold on. I know people get annoyed at that. I just saw your TikTok about male, female gaze. Oh, you know what I could do? Ah, no, that doesn't matter. TikTok about male, female gaze. And um, I related hard to the Dope advice. <laughs> um, I'm actually, I'm a dating coach on YouTube and I'd love to have you on my uh, podcast um, and chat about stuff. Let me no and then i'll drop my little youtube there there you go see networking meeting new people just connecting with woke kings it's just all it's just all the feels y'all all right, next. Ladies, you ever see like the most beautiful woman in the world and then she's just there dating some guy who's like 5'10", 
five seven <laughs> because it's fun to body shame people as long as they're men um and he doesn't have a bed frame and, and, and he's a gaslighter because his favorite films are like tarantino films because who likes tarantino films other than like a lot of americans um and, and he doesn't go to therapy because all he does is read bukowski and vonnegut and david foster Wallace instead of going to therapy because he's gaslighter and he has probably syphilis except <laughs> we actually can't stream stds but if it's a man it's okay so he has syphilis and he's just a loser and she's just like a beautiful goddess who can do anything wrong I mean, I I just I just kind of like that. Uh, this is one TikTok where she's kind of like defending dudes in a way. Next TikTok, shall we? Yo, hold up, hold up, hold up. PMSing Nun says I could do a mock date right now, low key. Damn. Damn. All right, well, who wants to go on a date with PMSing Nun right now? That's the real question. Because then we could do a mock date right now for 12 people, real fast. I'm waiting. I'm sitting here. And I want to see what people share. <sighs> well, until I see anybody in the chat that wants to do that, it's time to get back to the ticky ticks. Girls don't like nice guys to go after the bad guys. I guess nice guys really do finish last. You'll have to go watch the full video for that. And I want to be clear that what I'm about to say is not an attack, but it is a concern. The nice guys finish last rhetoric has got to stop. Girls actually like nice guys, but they don't like guys who call themselves nice guys because generally they're not actually nice. It's kind of like dudes who call themselves alpha. If you are alpha, you don't have to tell people. Nice guys finish last guys are generally insecure. So women don't like insecure men, which ties me into the rest of your video. You say, I don't trust other guys around you. I wanna talk to you 24 seven. I'm constantly worried about you, asking where you are, how you're doing. This to me rings like insecurity and control, not love. It seems like you don't trust your partners. You also say that you say, I love you so much and every day to the point where your partner thinks it's too much. Sounds a lot like love bombing, which is manipulation. Just be careful. When I see videos like that, where people are so clearly saying what is so clearly obvious, it just makes me so happy because most videos I see are, nice guys nice guys and so when somebody clarifies how dumb that shit is, ah, it just makes me feel like, ah, there is, like, I have faith for humanity. So if you're single and, you know, it's a pandemic, you're bored and you can't really meet anyone, so you, you try the dating apps like I did. Wait, looks like we got some mock daters jumping in. I'm down with that. I'm down to clown. Hold up. Let me find the little, there it is. 
Wumba whip. Wumba whip. Looks like we're doing a little mock date tonight, guys, for 11 people. You know what's funnier is um, we had more concurrent viewers on Twitch than we did YouTube. But I have, I'm very confident that's going to change. Also, I'm going to bring in a lot of fun guests um, that I think are going to you know, help this community grow. Um, why don't we uh, check it out, y'all? See how we're doing here, y'all. See who's jumping in the chat. Boom, 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 boom. Did that work? Here, let me try it. I have an idea. I think something, maybe it didn't work because I'm on another account. Hold on one second, guys. One second. I have to do it in the betas podcast. Wumba whip. Wumba whip. I think this will work now. There we go. All right, try this link, everybody. Whoever wants to go on a mock date, let's make it happen, y'all. This new one should. I just posted a new link. It should show up. There we go. All right, cool. Caitlin. Hi. What up? How are you? Oh, I need to meet you in the back. Okay, cool. Okay, sorry. Hi. Hi. One second. Okay, uh, awesome. I'm going to fix this. One second. Doopy doopy doo doo boom boom. There. Okay. And uh, I think we had somebody else coming. But yeah. how are you? First of all, I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. How's um good. How's uh what was your job again? <laughs> I work with kids. Oh, yes, that's it. Hey, what up, Eric? Hey, I'm back. Cool. Hey. You know what's so fun is that like we've managed to like mix and match everybody pretty well over this past <laughs> week. Um so I'm glad. So before we go on, I just want to be clear. Does everybody know how this works? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Everybody's done yeah. this before. Yeah, we've done it before. Anybody that's watching for the first time, this is known as what I call a mock date, where two people go on a fake date. They act like they're on a date because it's fun. And also... It's like good practice for chatting with people and maybe going on a date in real life. And I um, will sometimes interrupt and say, hey, do this, do that, don't do this, whatever. It's all just a fun learning experience and could also be entertaining as well. 
And with that being said, on the left, we have the amazing Caitlin. And on Hi. the right, we have the curious kitty of Eric. What did you call him? A curious <laughs> kitty. A curious kitty. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, he has a curious kitty in the background, so, you know. Yeah, that's oh. true. He's definitely going to make an appearance. Yeah. Okay, I just... It's okay. My dog might um, make an appearance, too. He's been oh. in and out. All right. All right, guys. I am going to go on mute. Uh, I might jump in, but for now, take it away. Awesome. Hi, Eric. Hey, hi, Caitlin. Do you oh, like Caitlin so or do you like cat oh i don't like cat at all <laughs> oh sorry okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it, it's fine i i would go by kate katie or caitlin i think cat is more catherine than yeah caitlin. i don't know <clears throat> okay <That's> <laughs> all right i'll go with kate sure it's funny it's funny how uh anthony called me the curious kitty because yeah. i'm actually going as a sexy cat for halloween i was gonna ask you what you were gonna do oh my gosh that's hilarious perfect i don't think i would actually um dress up if i didn't work with kids so but i'm gonna put numbers all over me and i'm gonna be somebody you can count on and if oh i don't God. get the parents to cry i'm gonna sue <laughs> Oh my God, I am so out of here. That is so corny. <laughs> it is, but isn't it cute? I work with little kids. It's it fine. is. It is cute. I actually really like those kinds of jokes, like dad jokes. Funny. Someone you can count on. Yeah, someone you can count on. It works in every way. So, <laughs> okay, so if you had that outfit, you would have like the work outfit, right? Like the work costume. But if yeah. you wanted to go out, could you be a sexy person you could count on? And then like, <laughs> just kind of remove stuff? Or is, it, or is it just the one? It's just, I just have the one, but I guess I could <laughs> remove the numbers and put it on a nicer outfit. Um, but like, I don't know, I have other costumes I guess I could do. I don't really go out for Halloween. <laughs> Halloween's not really my season. Christmas is my season. It's my jam. Halloween's scary and mm -hmm. goblins and ghosts. <laughs> yeah, Halloween was your favorite Halloween? Halloween was not always my thing. I no. yeah, I recently um I made a new friend who his birthday is late October. Okay. He had, um, I think his birthday was on Wednesday last okay. week. So. Well, happy birthday to your friend. Yeah. And so <laughs> costumes, costumes for him are a huge thing. And then when we started hanging out, it kind of like rubbed off on me. And so now I've, I've got a costume and I do go to parties. Oh, um, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's lots I, of fun. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. It is, it is quite scary, but there's good things. There's candy. And I guess costumes can always be fun. So yeah. And there's people like you who I can count on. It's, it's <laughs> you can always count on me. Always. Yeah. And it's, so it's not all scary people. I think my costumes, 
My costume's a little bit scary. It's like I have like a lot of. You said leather. you're a sexy cat. How's that scary? Yeah. Well, like what? Yeah, it's, it's it's that, but there's also like a lot of leather. I don't know. Maybe I think that I'm. Maybe I just think I'm scary, but I yeah. think once you get to know me, I'm really, I'm really not. I'm very soft. Like I was hanging. You seem out like with- you're, you're a softy deep down. <laughs> You're right. like you come out as this like big tough guy and it's like I'm not afraid of like mice but like if you saw one you'd be jumping on the bed screaming like a little girl <laughs> I actually think mice are super cool like what kind of are there any animals that you don't like or are you an animal lover I, I like animals I, I mean I, I just I, snakes you can't do snakes <laughs> what about I you have... are you afraid of any animal no uh I have, a, I have a snake tattooed on me. I think snakes oh, are beautiful. They're not like real snakes. Like, I, don't get me a real snake. A tattoo is fine. Safe, you know? Okay, got it. Like, <laughs> but it's not going to jump out at me, you know, being unexpected with mm-hmm. the fangs. You, you know who el- what else would jump out on you with fangs is spiders. I don't like spiders. I don't, yeah, I don't like spiders either. It's too many legs. There's just too many legs and they're- They're unpredictable. And then the worst part is when they disappear and you go, where did they go? And you're you're doomed. Burn the house down. You're done. You're done. Go. Yeah, just burn the whole house. You're done. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what's even worse? What's even worse are those, um, they're those bugs that have like a million legs, but they're not centipedes. Okay, I was going to say centipede. They're inside your house and their legs are so long and thin, they look like fur or something. Where do you live? I'm concerned for you. I live in Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis. <laughs> okay, well, maybe Canada doesn't have that. We're, we're safer out here. <laughs> yeah, it's probably too cold. It's probably, you know something, Minnesota and Canada are very similar. Yeah. Oh, the kitty. What's your kitty's yeah. name? His name's Zim. Z-I-M. Zim? Yeah, oh, so he kind of so wants cute. to. Yeah, you he kind of wants Bentley? to. Bentley, come here. Yeah, let's do it. No, he's not interested. Come here. Come here. Ooh, he's a big dog. He is a big dog. He's sleeping. I had to wake him up for this occasion. Now he won't leave me alone. <laughs> Are you and Bentley similar at all? Do you have similar personality traits? Yeah, I guess they do take over their owners, eh? He's pretty chill. Um, he's kind of like a cat, but a dog, you know what I mean? All those personality traits. Um, he's found napping majority of the day. <laughs> Not that I am. I mean, maybe sometimes with the kids, you know, hush, hush. Don't ever take away my nap time. I mean, the kids' nap time. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. I need to, to relax with them. You know, when you're rubbing backs, the soft music's going, you're like, okay. And you're like, oh, I fell asleep there for a second. <laughs> yeah, I usually work, I usually end up working nights. So I do sleep a lot during the day, but it's not because oh. I'm lazy all the time. It's that's just when I end up sleeping. I used to do nights, I hated it. It was so bad for my rhythm. It's rough. And, uh, yeah, I was a carried actually before I was um, working with kids. And yeah, mm-hmm. um, there was some, every night I had to call 911. And it never gets easier. You, you're just sitting there like, 
it's to me now, please. <laughs> They're like, okay, calm down. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, uh, and then on the days where the time change happens and you don't get paid for that, oh, the worst. Yeah, it's rough. I'm not into it. But speaking of calling 911, I was almost <laughs> yeah. I was almost in a situation last night, Sunday night, where mm-hmm. one of my friends was about to call 911. I decided to meet my buddy Kelsey and I were going for a walk and then we met up some <laughs> we met with some friends at a coffee shop and we yeah. all decided to hang out and start talking together because okay. um we I knew some of them and just some mutual friends. And this mm-hmm. drunk guy, this drunk guy started yelling at us, like all of us. And he was saying, you guys suck. You won't, you won't give money to this random homeless person who isn't even there anymore. He's just gesturing to nobody. He left. Oh no, his imaginary so it, friend. Why wouldn't you give money to his imaginary friend? What kind of person we're, are we're, you? We're terrible people. We're You're just terrible. terrible. Yeah, no we're wonder. just awful. They called 911 on you. They're like, nah, these people. Yeah, they gotta the, go. My imaginary friend needs money, don't you know? Yeah, we're the we're the bad we're the bad ones, according <laughs> to this drunk dude. Yeah, and then totally. he said he was running for mayor and he wanted to get rid of people like us, and it was so, and there was so much to unpack, and it was yeah. so. Yeah, I have so minutes. many questions. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, there's really not a lot. the The moral of the story is drunk asshole <laughs> bothers me and my friends, and then throws a yeah. cup, throws a cup at this girl Gracie, and then he just kind of stumbled away. He so, threw a cup at her? Yeah. There Just wasn't like full of liquid? Like, you know, in the movies no. where they're like, you're a jerk. It was an empty cup. Oh. Because <laughs> that looks fun. I mean, I would never do it to a human. But, like, it kind of looks fun. You just, like, spray water at somebody and like. Oh, you mean, like, in the jerk. movies? In the movies? When yeah, in the a, movies. And it's a lady who's like, yeah. oh, how could you? How could you? <laughs> like, the reality, of, I think it's in reality shows or something. It's just like. Like, you I, took my stapler. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as it's not tomato juice or something sugary, I think I'd be cool with it. Because if you throw Imagine tomato- the bees, that would happen. <laughs> the bee? You say the bees? Well, yeah. Like if you get like something sticky, bees would follow you and flies. And unless you had a shower where you were, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> just, that's, that's interesting. My first thought was just ants. You just get ants. Oh, yeah. But if it's on your face, like those ants would have to crawl. And Yeah. Have you ever been bitten by a fire ant? No. <laughs> have you? Yeah, I have. Oh, no. Is it? How painful is it? So I lived, I li- I've, I've been bitten by a few different kinds of venomous ants because I lived in Costa Rica for a year well that sounds beautiful though i mean not the ant biting costa rica (laughs) to be clear the ant ant biting is not pretty no it feels fire ants feel like um it feels like like being pinched by like if you took your fingernail and then you pinched it feels like that oh oh, i have too many layers oh okay (laughs) I think I went too hard on myself. I was like, okay. <laughs> I needed to feel it though. I needed to feel your pain. So now I feel your pain with you. Yeah, you're you're a very empathic person. I oh. you have a lot of empathy. I like oh, that. Thank you. It's really sweet. 
<laughs> yeah. Making me blush. Like, you're really sweet and like, yeah, it was, it's been nice. Yeah, I, I did. I did another date. I did another mock date. Well, actually, yeah. I want to ask you why you like mock dates. Like what's like, what do you like about them? I think they're a lot of fun. I, I last time I had Ty and he just made me laugh the whole time. So that uh-huh. was a lot of fun. And um, I just thought it was, I don't know, it's, it's a cool way to meet new people. And I still talk to Ty. He DM me. Um, right after he's like if I'm ever in Canada I'm like no you'll never be there but I appreciate your effort (laughs) Um, but yeah it was just a lot of fun you're this is your third time isn't it second I did a I did a Q and a I just asked Anthony about a situation that I was in yeah I got some good info on that sorry I was with my dad at the time so you were on mute (laughs) don't eat me (laughs) It's fine. We weren't we weren't talking about anything. Too crazy. <laughs> okay. It was just, it was just me talking about my feelings. Oh, well, I would love to hear about your feelings. <laughs> well, today today was good. Day. I feel really good today. You feel good today? Well, that's yeah. awesome. I feel good today too. What did no you complaints do? today. What did you do? You, did you work? Um. Well, I in the morning I had my exam because I'm doing school as well as work. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then I went to work and it was nice, I think, because it was just, I don't know, no full moon or something. I don't know. It was it was a good day. <laughs> the kids were listening. I was like, this year, who are you? I actually said that to them. They all slept. I was like, again, who are you kids? I don't know you. So yeah, it was a good day. And then I came home and this came on and it's always a good day when we get to do mock dates and learn a couple of new things. What about you? What did you do? So I usually work on Thursday. I usually work on Thursday, Friday, um, and Saturday. So I have the day off today and I basically, I'm trying to get over, I was sick last week. And so I'm still kind of not feeling great. And I slept a lot. Well, that's always good. That and garlic, I would totally recommend. If you actually put um, garlic in your chicken noodle soup, oh, game changer. And lots of water, obviously. Yeah, for me, it was just tea. Oh, that works too. Tea and soup, yeah. Something warm. So I slept a lot. And then at six, I went and hung out with some friends. And we just kind of just kind of talked. It was really nice. Just talked. That's nice. It's always Mm -hmm. nice to chat with your friends. All right, guys, let's take a quick break. Uh, You guys are doing great. Obviously, this conversation is going swimmingly. Like, you guys have a good, like, dynamic going back and forth. Uh, You're both super charming, and it's, it's, it's great watching your personalities just, you know, go off. In, the, in this conversation here. I love it. Um, but I'd love to, like, like, again, this to me is like a laboratory, right? And it's like, for me to be able to ask you guys questions about how you're feeling and how it's going, it's like so much 
data is just downloading for me and I'm learning so much and, <laughs> and, and I'm get I'm, I'm being able to like read so much because like with reality shows, if we watch reality shows, we know they edit those to hell. They take like a 20 minute conversation and put it down to like one minute and then like add in all of these weird, awkward silences and everything. But here it's just like a conversation and it's so fun and it's so unique to have this opportunity for me. And you know, just as I'm sure it's unique for you guys too. So I'd love to first ask, um, Eric, how are you feeling? How's it going right now for you? I feel good. I feel like Kate's, Kate's really, she's funny. And like Aww. when I, when she talks, I feel like it's really easy for me to go like, yes, and. Yeah. So when she finishes Aww. her thought, I can kind of take something from it and then segue into it's easy for me to move it forward yeah it's it's just really easy to talk to you yes yeah. oh it's making me blush uh, <laughs> so you know and, and the funny thing eric is like basically everything we talked about in the last mock date you're like doing really really well now like the threading is basically what you're saying is like you go from one topic and then you'll take something that was said right there and go, so how do you feel about this? You know, and you just do it so seamlessly because this is naturally how people talk to each other when they're feeling comfortable. And I think that mm -hmm. is a sign of that. Of that. Um, the, the other great thing that I'm noticing is, um, damn it, I had it. I, I had these two things. <laughs> no, I forgot the second thing. But uh, I mean, the main thing, yeah, like I said, is like, you're just expressing yourself so well in that you're jumping from topic to topic and being able to carry the conversation uh, like without skipping a beat whatsoever. And when I think of the second thing that I had, I'll, I'll mention it later on because I know I, I, I hate forgetting things like that. Um, do you have any uh, questions for me or any things that you're curious about? Um... I wanna, I don't know. I wanna talk about, I wanna talk about like, um, I guess I'm wondering like a lot of my, a lot of my friends, I can just kind of like talk about whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering like about topics that are, topics that are like um i don't know maybe like not as socially acceptable yeah so i guess i want to i want to shake it up yeah and make it interesting and stuff but i don't <laughs> I like how you shook the camera with it you're like i want to shake uh -huh. things up here yeah i want to shake it up and i want to be interesting <laughs> but i don't want you to feel like oh why Ooh. like i don't i don't know yeah okay so uh that's a great point to make and uh so there are two sides of like people one side is kind of like the what i call like the normal side or the sincere side uh and then the other side is i'm trying to find a better word for it because it sounds creepy but it's it's more clinical than than anything else is the deviant side and that's the side that talks about like that has like a, a sense of humor 
Um, sometimes it's like fucked up humor. Sometimes it's it, yeah. it could be talking sure. about weird things that it's like, oh, you know, I really like uh, dissecting bugs and whatever. Like things that are not as socially acceptable to talk about with a stranger so quickly. Uh, uh, another big thing in the deviant category is talking about sex. Um, and that's something that you don't talk about with strangers so, so quickly. Um, but in any human being, they all have their sincere or normal side and then they have their deviant side. Everyone does. Um, uh, even if they're, even if they'll never show it to you, they have it. Um, and knowing that is a really good thing because then it'll make you feel a little more comfortable to express that. Now it's some people could be risky and go, I'm just going to drop this bomb and we'll see what happens. And <laughs> let's see if it, let's see if yeah. it turned out good or not. And then if that's, yeah. and if I do, then good, we could, we could add that into the conversation as we want to. The other way to do it is a lot more uh, smooth. <laughs> and actually, you did a great job, Eric. And I, th I think this might have been what I wanted to mention. But when you brought it into like a sexual place in terms of her Halloween costume, which was not at all creepy, at least from my perspective, Caitlin, you could tell me in a bit, but like it kind of was kind of fun and kind of cute where you were like, oh, and it was just like the silliest idea too, to like take like a completely innocent, like count on you. It's like, turn that into a sexy count on you. Like that was so funny. <laughs> and so, but again, I wanna, I wanna ask Caitlin what she thinks about that. But to me, that was like a really cute, innocent way to kind of go into a deviant, almost like a little bit sexual uh, uh, place without like making it overwhelmingly. And so basically what I call it is like pinging which is like little tiny testing of the waters of your deviance or, 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 or of whatever, of your interest in somebody and testing to see how that person responds. And if you throw something in there and really small and they respond well, and responding well is not a neutral response, but it is a, in terms of showing your deviance, I would say it is a reciprocation saying, yeah, well, I'll talk about this too in that way. Um, then you go, oh, okay, I could see that this person is at this level with me here. Now I could like do just a sliver more and maybe a sliver more. And before you know it, you guys are both talking about, you know, deviant stuff just as much as you're talking about normal stuff and it feels really comfortable. And that's really like a nice slick, smooth way to do it. The other way, like I said, is just throw it in there and like, let's roll the dice and see how this works out. And sometimes it works out really well if you're like, if, if you're really calibrated and you do it in a way that like is, is authentic to you, um, sometimes it won't work out and that's completely fine too. But um, it's definitely necessary um, in any relationship. And I say in a first date, I believe it's so, so super important uh, because the basically the way I see it is you guys are not gonna truly know if you guys do have that true chemistry without seeing the deviant side. But when people are on a first date, they're usually super on their best behavior because they wanna come off uh, like, you know, really nice and really polite. And they, they don't wanna come off creepy or get rejected. So they wanna play it safe. Um, and so it, they do have that kind of uh, battle with like, well, how do I do this? And it's usually just, you know, 
throw in little ones and see how the person responds. And if they have that similar sense of humor that you do, or they like to talk about sex in the way that you do, or whatever weird interests you might have, um, and they're responding well, then you could keep you know, upping the ante each time every few minutes. But remember to keep it balanced, right? So we don't, when, when we get into like more deviant conversation topics, that doesn't mean let's, whoa, I just had a really crazy deja vu for a second. But anyway, um, uh, that doesn't mean we talk about deviant stuff the whole time because then it'll make the a person assume, oh, this is just a deviant person, right? And that's not what we yeah. like. We want balance. Yeah. So we throw it in here and there, right? Um, we throw that stuff in like in a balanced way where you know it's not too much where the person goes out oh, you know like I saw a little bit of that but that doesn't mean that like he's crazy or anything like that or he's you know he's you know sex obsessed or he's you know loves crazy dirty offensive jokes or something like that and that's all he does um, but the short answer is yeah try it <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how did how did you think it was with my costume? Because I do want to know. That is something I was curious about. Like, yeah. So, if, if Caitlin, what do you go out? Yeah. Stuff. What do you think, Caitlin? Yeah, I I I thought it wasn't. I thought it was great. Yeah, I laughed and we joked about it. So yeah, I thought it was fine. Cool. Uh, now, Caitlin, I want to ask you a couple questions. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. Now, I know that you work with kids. Yeah. And um, your personality is like perfectly suited for that. But I wonder, <laughs> mm -hmm. do you sometimes bring that kind of teacher personality into new conversations um, and use that as a way to kind of shield uh, your more authentic self? And don't just say yes, because I'm asking you. Tell me the truth. <laughs> like, is this basically what I'm asking? Like, is, yeah. Are, are you, do you kind of do that with like a teacher vibe? Am I seeing the teacher Caitlin right now? Or am I seeing 100% true Caitlin? Um, Either answer is fine. <laughs> teacher Katie is, um, what'd you say? A little bit more extreme. Um, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe just a little bit. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm very expressive person mm. and yeah. yeah i just i loved like it's so funny because what i don't like about online dating mm. is um like texting and stuff because i i'm terrible at texting like i i can't keep a conversation up because mm. my brain goes faster than i can type and it gets i get frustrated and so <laughs> right same but, way when I when I can get into a conversation like this, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's really that's what good. Let me ask me. you this: Is the way yeah. that you're act interacting like uh, with Eric, like the way that you would interact with your best friends? Um, that's a, that's a yeah, probably not. Um, I feel like what would with be them, different. I, I, I don't think it's like completely different. Like I felt like I was more me with Ty, like mm. a best friend with Ty. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I felt like I was more me and I Got don't it. know why. Mm -hmm. I just, that's <laughs> the way it's and, happened. And you I know guess? what the answer might be that there was an introduction of a little bit of deviant humor 
um, that kind of maybe allowed you to let your hair down? Yeah, maybe. Just, I really don't yeah, know what I'm it was, guessing. but I just, I, I, yeah. I'm finding myself kind of actually not really showing mm. myself. Mm. And I feel like I'm being very subdued, even though you're probably like, you're a lot. Um, <laughs> oh, this is funny. still kind of like a lesser well, version. Well, I'll tell you what I am noticing. I'm yeah. noticing a lack of focus on you. Lack of focus. Okay. As in... I'm noticing that the reason why I brought up the teacher thing is because mm -hmm. it feels like, well, first of all, you're obviously very expressive and, yeah. and obviously really charming. Okay. But mm -hmm. if I just jumped into this conversation and watched you for the first time, I would say yeah. I still don't know who she is. Uh, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah. And on the other hand, I would say, I know exactly who Eric is. Eric uh, is yeah. really good at, you know, telling me who he is. Yeah, um, that's fair. And so what I'm, and what, what I saw happening was um, the dynamic between you guys was going so smoothly because Eric is so good at expressing who he is. And yeah. I find that Caitlin, you are so good mm -hmm. at being able to bounce off of it and really just uh, mold with that vibe and just keep you know, going in with his energy, with his interests and stuff like that. And kind, oh my of, gosh. Almost being, and kind of almost being a reflection of it in a way. I, I'm feeling heard here because this yeah. is very true. I definitely do that <laughs> and I try not to um, but yes I, I have done this in the past and I don't okay. know why but yeah okay. I, I don't know <laughs> yeah so it's I mean uh, it's it's just your personality type and that's it's 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 a really strong personality type um, uh, personality trait however if you get if you fall too hard in it then you will lose kind of a sense of yourself, your individual in the interaction because you're working so hard to make sure that the interaction itself is going really well. Totally. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and making sure that Eric is really being heard um, and, and making sure that like the interaction with him is going really well. Yeah. And so, it's so important to make sure yeah. that you, what'd you say? No, I, I'm just, I'm completely agreeing with you because it's so funny because mm -hmm. that's, I feel like my biggest problem mm -hmm. with dating is that I feel like I'm not being seen because mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. Like they don't really like who I am. They like what I'm portraying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does that yes. make sense? 100%. I'm like, I don't really feel seen. 100%. Um, and I, I know I do it, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the thing. Caitlin, and then I, want I you figure to look it out up. and I go, you don't like me. You like the ver like the yes. idolized version of it. Yeah, 100%. And now, uh, hold on. I just want you to look up the term extroverted feeler. And I'm going to look it up right now. I I'm kind of on a zoom. I don't know how to do it. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. You could look on, you could, I'm going to just read it to you. Okay. 
I want to find like a really good. You know what? You could look this up later. Uh, okay. But look up, look up the term extroverted feeler. Uh, but anyway. Okay. Um. Uh. So what I want you to, because this is something that you're very good at doing, which is like mm -hmm. keeping whoever's in the room feel really, really good and just keeping the vibe up um, mm -hmm. and taking whatever's going on and amplifying it. It's like a superpower <laughs> that you have. Oh, um, you. <laughs> but also a curse. <laughs> but what I want you to now start going, doing is going, I want to keep doing this because this is like a power that most people don't have, okay? Right. But I can't do that at the sacrifice of letting my my true side also come out. And also what you could do is say, I want to be able to merge the two, marry those two things and say, those aren't two different things. I can be my true self while keeping the harmony in the interaction and keeping the harmony in the room and being, okay. you know. Um, so the way that you could do it is by simply relating in a way that's personal. So I noticed when you were relating to Eric, and I can't remember a specific moment, but okay. it was more of, and this is what like some people t talk about in social skills, which I don't like. It was more echoing what the person was saying by maybe like saying what they said in a different way. So it's like if, if Eric, for instance, said, oh, I really like bologna in my sandwiches, even though bologna <laughs> is a kid's food, and then you said, yes, bologna, bologna is really good and hot dogs too, you know? And that would be a way to like echo what he said or take it and kind mm -hmm. of show him that what he said is affirmed. But mm -hmm. it's not a way to get you to truly come out. But you can do it. You can relate to him by getting personal and thinking of a and a literally a moment in your life or so taking the feeling that Eric has with saying that mm -hmm. I love bologna, even though it's a kid's food or whatever, even if it's not a good mm. food or whatever, taking it and yeah. go, hmm, what's something in my life that I like doing despite the fact that it may be immature? And then so okay. right now, let's do this as an exercise. Tell me. So I'm <laughs> okay. going to tell you right now. I'll, I'm going to okay. give an example for me. Um, okay. I like wearing onesies, pajamas in the winter, you know, just those zip up onesies, putting it over my whole body. And I'm not ashamed yeah. of it. In fact, I'll do it on stream this winter, even though, you know, I'm an old man, I'm 37, I will run around the house with it on and slide, you know, on the wooden floor because uh, that's the type of person that I am, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's your turn, right. Caitlin. So okay, take the emotion good. of what I said, right? And take that okay. and say, where is that in my life? <laughs> okay. Well, the thing, I don't know. Um, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting I'm you just, on the spot. I'm huh? trying to, yeah, I know. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, you're just sliding around. I don't know. And being goofy and not caring what anyone thinks. <laughs> um, I guess. 
No, because it's too similar to what you said. Um, I'm just That's trying okay. to get away from that. It doesn't mean um, you don't have to get away from that. If it's the same thing, it is. But let me know. No, your it's not true the same experience. thing. But like, it's just like um, I was just thinking about a time where like um, for pajama day, we'll mm. wear pajamas to work, and then after work, I'll forget about it. Go to the grocery store, get everything. I'll have my slippers, buddy slippers on, and like nice little pajamas. And people are like, "You probably didn't get dressed this morning." And you're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." It's, That's it's perfect. Pajama day. That was perfect. That was great. And 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 here's the great part about it. I felt validated in what I said. Right. I mm -hmm. felt like you were truly listening to me. But on a level mm -hmm. that goes even deeper, because you were giving me an actual experience, an actual personal feeling that you had. So when I hear yeah. you say that, I go, wow, she really hears me. Yeah. Um, and her. so that's why I'm saying like you can marry the two things of you, right. you and your personal authenticity and keeping that harmony in the room. That's fair. Cool. Yeah. No, that's like the best advice ever. <laughs> cool. Um, <clears throat> But the other thing is the same advice I had for Eric is w when you feel, when you guys feel like, ah, uh, this isn't really getting into the real, real me. Think, oh, well, yeah. I'm doing too normal. Now let me go into my deviant side. And again, that doesn't have to be like, oh, you know, like I, um, I eat bugs or something like it doesn't it doesn't have to be like to the craziest weird part of you but just kind of touching into something that doesn't go into what two strangers would talk about if they just met each other on a park bench or something it's like well we're on a date so we're really getting to know each other here so let me show some of my weird side let me show some of my weird humor or my 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 sexual side or whatever it is okay. and um you know, just throw it in lightly and see how the person responds. And quite often, because once again, every single human being has a deviant side, quite often you'll see that person kind of light up and go, oh my God, oh, we're talking about this now. Okay, let's do this. All right. You know, <laughs> um, and, and it actually ends up being a positive thing instead of what we're scared of, which is like, oh God, they're going to freaking pull back in fear of the of my weird side. You know, nobody's as weird as mm -hmm. me. Everybody is weird, you know? Yeah. I Like, I, I don't think it's um, a fear of being weird. Yeah. Because, like, I don't really, like, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. It's cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I think you made some good points, though. Okay, cool. I, I think that's exactly what I was doing, so. heard. <laughs> <Well> <laughs> cool. Cool. But, yeah, I just kind of take that in your head and consciously go, okay, you know what, like, I'm going to actually talk about the individual of me. Um, a lot of people tend to say, well, like, I'm going to say the general thing, like, oh, we all love soup. So, yeah, it's true. Or, you know, soup's great. Mm -hmm. Of course, soup's great. But then you could say, you know, one time I went to this place. I, I used to live in this place in Brooklyn, and every winter this guy would have a soup place and it was literally the best soup in my life. I never knew I liked soup as much as I did until this guy had the soup place, whatever. I wanna give a personal experience. I wanna show a true side of myself that maybe yeah. somebody else might not have, might not feel or think, have an opinion on, right? 
No, that's, yeah, that's completely cool. fair. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, why don't you guys just go for two more minutes and just, how about just for fun, practice kind of throwing in some like little deviant questions or something like that, just to spice it up a bit before we get out of here. How do you feel about that? You could say no. <laughs> Yeah, like I just don't know anything off the top of my head, but we'll <laughs> That's totally we'll fine. That's totally fine. Um, you guys are doing amazingly, by the way. All right, I'm going to go on mute. Awesome. All right, cool. Okay, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Why are you apologizing? You just said you started out with sorry. <laughs> I'm Canadian. It's what we do. It's ingrained. <laughs> A and sorries, we just can't help ourselves. <laughs> That's funny as hell, but you're not you're not doing anything wrong. I like you, Kate. I like you, Kate. No. I like you too. You're great. So, yeah, I, I wasn't thinking I was doing anything wrong. It's just, yeah, <laughs> you're just being Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of do it, and then we're like, oh, there's actually something that we that was written, and it was saying like. To everybody that says sorry for nothing, it's just like when you actually mean it, it won't mean anything. And it's like it's it's a hard habit to break. <laughs> yeah, I so I have a friend, I have a very close friend who lives in Vancouver, and she hey! and she experiments, <laughs> she experiments with drugs a lot, and her oh, her whole fun. family kind of does too. They they do a lot of research with it, like for okay. the university. And okay. so do you, do you do any of that? Cause I know in Canada, it's a, it's a bit more, the policies <laughs> and the laws are just not as, uh, not as predatory and exploitative as in the United States. So I guess that's my question to you. Like, do you ever do any of that? <laughs> this is going to be so bad. I am actually probably the most straight laced human ever. I probably go to the speed limit. Okay. Like that's kind of and things um so yeah no didn't experiment with any drugs i don't even do the weed um i, I drink though sometimes <laughs> you're laughing at me okay but well, it's, at it's least true like i do that. like <laughs> i sometimes drink and not even like it's so funny because yeah i was um born in vancouver Okay. And so that's a funny thing. But no, didn't never got into that. I you know, I took dare you know, when I was in grade five and I really took it seriously. Okay, you stay you say no to drugs, okay? And you it made it seem like it was gonna be a bigger issue than it was. Like I've never met anybody that was like, do drugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just like I was prepared though. I was like, I'm gonna say no when it happens, but like, it just never did. It was like <laughs> it was like, yeah, no, it just never happened. But did you ever experiment with anything like that? I'm sure marijuana. I think yeah, everybody is except for me. I was a big stoner. I used to, <laughs> it was bad. Like I would, I used to pass, I used to green out, which is like when you pass out from smoking too much, like every single day back when I was Can like- you do 20, the rings? 21. No, couldn't really do that like when you puff and it's just like poof and it look i could do that poof, with poof, a vape. i could do that with a vape but not with like oh, a, no, a joint <laughs> but i'm actually i'm actually totally sober so i don't drink or do drugs so i oh. don't care if anyone does i know that i okay. just can't I was gonna say oops yeah so i, I mean I like barely though 
-hmm. I live in wine country and no, I, I barely dabble. I think I have one, like a wine bottle left in the pantry from like years ago that okay, I'm like, so I'm going to do it one day. I'm going to have some people over. We're going to drink. It's just never happened. Okay. So then when that, when that day happens, do you feel like you would do something really crazy, like smash thing, like get on the table and then dance? Oh like yeah. Oh yes. Okay. So I don't own a table. I can't dance on. Okay. Like that's okay. legit a thing. <laughs> um, I think last Christmas was the last time I got drunk and I was dancing on a table and I, I accidentally bumped into my mom who was also on the table and she fell <laughs> off mom was and also she on the ran table. right into the Christmas tree and it went down hard and she went down hard <laughs> and the present we're all like the presents we're like oh yeah mom too but like <laughs> no <laughs> oh my god why was your mom on the table though because you were on the your mom we're doing the Lamont shuffle which is my last name where you just get the hands up and you just yeah you feel the music like that wow you guys dance on the table together and you have a choreographed dance that you do i love that i want to i want to i want to do christmas with your family god damn uh, like, it's a lot does. of fun and there is video <laughs> i don't have it right now but it's it's out there my mom has it because i think my sister-in-law took it i i like dancing too would you would you teach me the whatever that was? The, the Lamont shuffle? shuffle. It's like, okay, so it came from my grandfather, my dad's dad, and he couldn't dance. And he just okay. would get drunk and just put his hands in the air and just bob. That's pretty much it. And do a little shuffle with his feet so it looked like he was doing something. And then we all just do it as a joke. Okay. But you should, you should like, try it. Is it kind of like spinning or is oh, it? Oh, that's just, too, like... that's too much. Okay. No, you, you, gotta, <laughs> you barely move here. You, it's just like, you got to bob your head. <laughs> okay. sometimes snap, you know, so it looks like you're doing something, but yeah, you're not really moving. It's not really a thing. Yeah. I actually can't snap. It just kind of sounds like this. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just really your other hand. It's worse worse okay i had to just like just check myself i'm like sometimes when i'm too hot or too cold it won't snap so maybe you're just got really warm hands or really cold hands no oh. <laughs> you're like i have normal hands what are you talking about yeah i think everything's kind of everything's more difficult when your hands are cold <laughs> well, okay have you like ever what where are you going with that <laughs> Have you ever, when your hand, if you have you ever been hanging out with your friend and your hands were cold, so you just stick your hands like under their armpits, like, hey, I need help, and then you just like do that. No, but like sometimes, oh my gosh, uh, I do, I do that. Like my with the cold feet at night, out. like if you have somebody else there, you just like stick your cold feet on them, and they're like, what are you doing? It's like it's cold <laughs> feet season. Yeah, I've done that before. I've done that before yeah that's the best that's the best way to deal with the cold is just the yeah. the buddy but the i buddy. like the under the armpit situation yeah or if their legs are it's like who comes up to a friend and is like hey yeah exactly or if their legs <laughs> lift are up those armpits you could put it like under their knee 
like right, you could put it like under their knee, like right here. Ah, I actually, one time, this is probably not a first date story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. But it. one time um, I was on a date and a guy took me out from the knees. Like he ran after me because I was, I was done. <laughs> I was running away from him. And uh, he like oh, oh my God. stabbed me under the knees and I fell into a puddle. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's OK. And then my knees locked up. Have you ever had that happen? It was just like, poof, yeah. right in. And it was, uh, it was, there was no second date if you were wondering. <laughs> okay. That, was <laughs> that wasn't what I was wondering. I was like, okay, wait, are you, are you good? You were done. So you ran away. Oh, well, no. Cause he, um, he was, he was asking for a blow job under a tree and I was like, uh -huh. get out of here fast. <laughs> so, okay, and yeah, he was doing was other stuff. Like he, he was, um, Really he bad threw mind. marbles at me and um mm -hmm. yeah it was and then he stalked me for three years after that oh oh man <laughs> i'm really sorry you went through that it's all good it's just really bad really bad vibes <laughs> i would have ran too i don't fight i i usually i don't know how to fight so i would have ran too yeah it's like you know well, like he was like, I'm not going to take you home. So I was like, I'm going to go home then. I'm going to run home. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But... What kind of tree was it? Was it a blowjobby romantic tree or was it like a gross tree? <laughs> was it a really bad tree to do it under? Oh, my gosh. And the best part was there was another guy proposing to his girlfriend. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> like, you can't no. make this stuff up. <laughs> No but yeah, way. it was just a it was it was oh. a very romantic tree, obviously. Oh my god. <laughs> there was I'm, romance in the air. I'm I'm dead. <laughs> it's like this these people are proposing and they're starting their life together. And Kate, you're fighting for your life. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dead. Like I'm so fucking dead. Yeah, she actually she's she thought it was a joke and she didn't find it very funny, but I was like, no. <laughs> So. All right, guys, we're going to stop there on that note. That was amazing. I loved it. <laughs> um, great, great stories. Uh, great, great exercise in deviance. You guys both did a really great job. And Caitlin, I definitely felt more of, you know, you. Like, I, I feel like I know more of you tonight in this interaction. Well, but good. you tell me, how did you feel? I felt much better. Yeah. Yeah. Why I felt that? like I was kind of like, cause I was more conscious about falling into the old pattern. So then I was like, okay, don't do it. Mm. And yes. And I think it was easier to just be me, I guess. And yeah. Act yeah. like a best friend then. And so. that's great. And I mean, you guys definitely, you know, were able to get into deviant stuff and like, how did you feel kind of, deciding to talk about the uh blowjob tree story <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry it just kind of like came out and i was like oh i, I went too far and then yeah. it was uh, don't apologize was i mean that was <laughs> that, that's your truth <laughs> <laughs> that, um, yep, your and that's like that's that's your authentic personality you know like that type of those type of stories and it was really funny and you told it really well and 
You know, it didn't come off weird or anything like that. It came off weird okay, in a good, good way. Um, <laughs> there and, you go. and I think Eric was just like, you know, so funny at like all of the ways that he was responding to it. And, you know, was yeah. it a romantic blowjobby tree or was it an ugly tree? Like that was so funny and, and different. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. I can't think of anybody else that would like ask questions like that. Or that's, you know, it's so it's so uniquely him. Um, mm-hmm. And all of the little things that you guys mentioned, you know, like, uh, oh man, I'm trying to think of like, Eric, you talked about, uh, what was it? I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. Um, but there was, there was a lot of stuff you guys, I I loved it. Um, and by the way, the other thing, Eric, that I remembered that I couldn't think of before was you were doing assumptive questions like a master, you know, so, so well. And once again, it's because it's a natural thing that we do when we're when we're in rapport with somebody um and it was just coming out really well you know like have you ever done this or are you this type of person and all of that type of stuff it's it's great and it's Mm -hmm. it's great at getting people's personality to come out and to have you know to to stir up the conversation uh but eric how did you feel i thought that went really well (laughs) i i like I like the, um, like I said, I, I do have a little bit of a darker sense of humor. So when we got to, I kind of, when I kind of pushed it a little bit towards that, I'm really happy that we went, we both just went, both just jumped in. Mm. It was more interesting. And I could, I could kind of like throw in my stuff like, oh, that's horrible. Was it at least a romantic tree yeah. or was it a gross tree? Yeah. Um, and so I felt, and then at, at one point when, um, Kate told her story about the guy that was stalking her. I felt really sad and I wanted mm. to like, you know, like, I'm really sorry. And that sucks. Cause I, you hear when you go on dates with girls, you inevitably will hear horror stories about other guys. And mm. I always want to be supportive, but, and you don't know if it's okay to joke about, like, maybe she'll give mm. me something and it's like, okay, do I make a joke or do I, yeah. am I sympathetic or where do I, what's the what's the best thing and so i of course want to make jokes so but like like i said i don't always know if i can yeah mm-hmm. so this was really really great for me it was very academic i like mm. yeah i mean and you did it really well like it didn't come off like you were being insensitive at least to me i mean caitlin how did you feel about it yeah no uh, well for one it was like my first date so that was a long long time ago <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> and two, it, yeah, it, like, I, you know, if things were touchy, I don't think I would say it on a first date. And yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Try to keep it light and fun. And yeah, that makes stuff. a so lot of sense. So I like that he was joking back with it. So then I mm. didn't feel like it was just like a, well, when he was like, that's really sad. And I was like, oh, no, I just <laughs> killed this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> that's not what this was supposed to be. It was supposed to be funny. And then yeah. it was like, oh, no, he feels bad now. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I think you guys did really great. I mean, and also like the last 10 minutes, it was like, I got to see the sides of you guys that I never knew or never thought I would know about you. And like, just the way your personalities are and sense of humor is, it's it's great. It's It's so fun for me. And I'm sure the people that are watching too, I'm sure they're feeling the same way. It's like, wow over the course of, I mean, we've probably been doing this for like 45 minutes by now or something like that. But, you know, over the course of this time, I'll bet you everyone's like, wow, I've really gotten to see like 
the narrative of these people's personalities and got to see them open up over the over the course of this date. Um, and that's great. And that's actually how a date should go. You know, it's so great when it starts off, you know, uh, light. And then as it keeps going, you guys get more expressive, more real, deeper, and like all of that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and so well done, guys. You have any questions or does anybody in the chat have any questions? All righty then. Well, uh, thanks for coming on again. Thank you. You are also what is like helping to make this show actually entertaining. Because God knows I wouldn't be, nobody would be here if it was just me. <laughs> you know, no. so like the fact that you guys are coming on multiple times um, is really helpful to me as, the, as it's just getting started and as there's not a lot of people here. So it's really helpful. And so I really yeah, should have ended that. on that high note. Yeah. <laughs> That was a really good high note, too. Um. <laughs> too late now. <laughs> it's, great for, it's great for us for because it's the early stages, so it's easy for us to get involved, like to get on yeah. it. Yeah. I hope that eventually there's like hundreds of people watching and more, yeah. and then we won't really have a chance to be on these mock dates. But now I've done it twice, and no, I've learned you guys a lot. Are the OGs. Like, <laughs> yeah, I learned so much. It's great. Well, yeah. yeah, I this one was really helpful. Good. Oh, good. I'm glad. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna get you guys Thank off you. now. Uh, no pun intended. Sorry for the <laughs> dirty joke. Uh, but thanks for coming on. <laughs> and I will get you guys off. Sorry, did it again. Better like that. Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully, you guys come on another time. I'll see you on Wednesday. Hopefully, later. <laughs> Good night. Well, that was adorable. That was cute. Not the, one minute. <laughs> My girlfriend thought the stream was over. Honey, you could you could come out. You don't have to hide. Why are you hiding? What do you want to do? All right, I think she's um, overtired. I think she needs to get to bed because she's saying ridiculous shit to me right now. Uh, Aldis, that's so sweet of you to say that. Um, I don't think that's gonna happen, but uh, it's nice to dream. <laughs> uh, but honestly, I'm just, I'm really honestly just content with you guys here. Makes me feel real good. Uh, that's it for the first YouTube episode of Betas, everybody. Hope you had a fun time. I'll be back on Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, to talk about more fun stuff, to revisit some more videos of our Alpha of the Week. Of course, yes, Dan Bilzerian, the one and only man that is the uh, uh, follower of men or something, and well chosen by women i don't know i don't fucking care uh but we're gonna troll him a little bit more talk about some uh interesting relationships uh analyze some good flirting videos whatever conversation i don't know 
whatever you guys want me to do. Uh, the Reddit is in the link in the description. Please use it once again. I want to get that thing moving. I'll be checking it every day. Uh, I'll be using it in the show to react to stuff. And la 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 and of course we're going to do mock dates every episode just as much as you guys want to do them if there's nobody that wants to do mock dates then there's no mock dates um if there's anybody that has questions maybe you don't have a question for tonight but maybe tomorrow you'll be driving in your car and go oh that's a good question to ask anthony write it down um and we'll talk about it on the show love to have you guys on that's about it if there's anything else anyone would like to say, say it now. Thanks for coming, everybody. Have a good night. We made it. This was a, a oh, this was a three-hour stream. Even though it says on my thing it's an hour and 22 minutes. But it's it's three hours. It's 9 o'clock. So we, we properly went.